The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by our friends at MalinLabeCigars.com. Malinlabe cigars are premium cigars. Each cigar is a true Puro, 100% organic Cuban leaf binder and filler cigar with a 15 Habano wrapper. These cigars are always produced in small batches, and once they are gone, they're gone. Right now, as an introductory offer to the brigade, Malinlabe has a four-pack cigar sampler assortment on sale for just $75. All four are premium cigars that are sure to define the luxury experience you would come to expect. Malinlabe also offers for single barrel bourbon maple whiskey and amazing coffee that can be combined to make a wonderful gift box if a brigade member buys a set cigars, coffee, and whiskey. Mall and Labe will include whiskey glasses, coffee mugs, and a decorative ashtray to complete the experience. Log on to mallandlabecigars.com. That's M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com. Or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel at bvbshow.com. Mall and Labe Cigars, the premium cigar for those with discerning tastes. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, man? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. You're back sounding better than ever. Microphone's working. It is a Wednesday for the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralt, how are you on the Sports Grid Replay Live YouTube and on Twitter? Welcome, Dave, to Win City, baby. How about this? Unbelievable. Stanley Cup in Las Vegas. It's 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 just it's a tremendous thing. It's my favorite thing in sports. Watching guys get the cup and now they bring the families out. Everybody talks about it. Nobody has words for it. It's my it's literally my favorite thing in the world. I had a little FOMO myself. I just was like to my wife and kids, I'm like, I should have spent the dime and gone. I should have been in that building. And then I thought it was nine, three. Yeah. (laughs) They routed them. That was, that was just, I mean, open and shut. No questions asked. Unbelievable performance the night. I I mean, I got to admit, I didn't see the stuff that I thought I was going to see. I don't know if I'll see it today, but I saw four. Oh, and he's frozen just like that. Just as we start the show, he freezes. We got to get this thing working. Oh, Good. snap your fingers. You're back. Okay. okay. I, I thought that Denver, the Denver crowd and the Denver celebration was more rowdy than ours. Yeah. Now, maybe I missed out. Maybe I haven't seen the video. Maybe people weren't posting it for a reason. I don't know. Vegas tends to have a good idea of how to downplay that type of stuff and tamp it down. But I think most of the stuff maybe may have gone on in the clubs spilled over into the nightclubs. And, you know, people are probably coming out of the nightclubs today, this time now, 1130 in the morning, we're <laughs> just rolling out 30 ish yeah. in the morning as, as they come rolling out, you know, yeah. hangover style, looking at the sun going, Oh my gosh, it's daylight. But I, I was impressed. I mean, the number of people who were outside was incredible. I love the haters. I love that Blackhawk fans and, Canadian fans and people were just crapping all over Vegas last night. It was awesome. I loved it. Yeah. Six years, six years. 
they got they got a Stanley Cup. It doesn't happen. I mean, we talked about it yesterday. It's happened a couple times quickly for expansion teams, but right. um it's Not different. Hockey. It's different here. And yes, Kelsey, I did. Yes, Kelsey, I did. Yes. I'll huh? give it to you. Come in and get it. Come and get one. <laughs> She's looking for the dog's jersey. Oh. <laughs> I brought the dog's jersey because we got everything. Okay. Yeah. This is the dog's jersey right here. Unbelievable. One little dog's jersey. And it's right here. Phenomenal. So, yes. So I got to go give Charlie. That to Charlie's. Yeah. She's, she's been, she was wearing it last night. This curled hat for those of you that are watching the show, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button and the bell. This is an inaugural season Vegas golden Knights hat that I bought that my wife, Jessica has commandeered curled and made perfect for most people. Um, <laughs> Just not you. Nah, I mean, like, I, I don't look bad, but no, she don't want me wearing it. Um, but I'm wearing it right now because yeah, I broke out all the old stuff. Like, it's like they won a Stanley Cup. And I this started shirt. to think about it. So, right. Th this shirt is from Sinbin.Vegas. This mm. is the blog of two guys, one guy from Boston, one guy, I don't know where Ken is from originally, but Chicago. it's not Vegas. Chicago, thank you. I believe, yeah. One Midwest, guy from Boston, yeah. one in Chicago. They started a blog before the team ever moved here. Yep. To cover the team. Yep. They created this shirt. I used to fit into this shirt. It's way big now. Yeah, but seven years ago, this shirt actually fit me. Yeah. And now this shirt is, I'm wearing it for those guys because I'm so happy for the guys who were there at the beginning who covered this team every day, who oh. wrote about this team every day. And I know you might go, Matt, it's only been seven years. I get that, but that's a lot of work Six. for guys. Well, no, they started Simbin.Vegas oh, seven they, years they, ago. They, they were actually doing yeah. that the year before. Year Everybody before. was like, what are these yeah. guys doing? I remember. Yeah, they were, they were yeah. coming on my show, pushing yeah. the odds. Like, oh, actually, yeah. actually, it was game night. Actually, it wasn't pushing the odds. It was game night. It was my night show. They would come on a couple times a month or a week, rather, or yeah, a couple times a month when we lead up to hockey being announced. And we went over the name together. I remember we were together the, the night that the name was dropped. And like Ken and I both were like, what is this golden? What? We both talked about the fact that they were so adamant about having a night name. And, the, and then the comments, I'll never forget the interview I did with Ken on the night that Bill Foley said, we're going to win a cup in the first six years. Yep. And we literally were laughing. Like both of us were like, okay, this is, this is a little bit obscene. Like, come on, right? Man. Like, I asked Ken at the time, I'm like, what's a successful first year? And he's like, if they go 500, this is going to be amazing. Went to the cup finals in year number one. Yeah. Six years later, they're hoisting the damn thing. And there's a parade on Saturday night here in Vegas. One breaking news. We're breaking news as we speak right uh, now. I believe it's Saturday night. That's no, the it first is. Report. It's out. It's 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 the, confirmed. There's a there's press releases that have come out about being able to to take photographs with the cup before it goes on the parade route. You haven't fired the YouTube. It's not it's not on the YouTube. We're going and we're not on YouTube right now. So we mm. missed the whole opening and we missed all of this on the YouTube. Interesting. Just yeah. went live. It just popped. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. It's live on Twitter. So it's there. All right. It was live but on Twitter. All right. We apologize. Well, I don't know. That, that's just sorry, a delay. Boys. That's a delay that comes through from, from StreamYard to YouTube. Okay. It's not, really, it's not really an us thing. It's more of a connection type thing. But All right. Um, sorry, fellas. We were live here. Nah, I'll fine. show you, show you the, the jersey again. Matt yeah, showing his hockey night in Vegas. This is the Knights dog jersey available wherever you get stuff. And again. <laughs> If you, need, if you need one, you need a dog Jersey. But I mean, seven years ago when the team came to Vegas and the team was being talked about as, you know, here we go 
Vegas is a hockey market. Everyone kind of thought we'd be Arizona. Everybody thought there would be a casual crowd and that it would be half tourists. Well, I don't know about that. I I mean, I I, I directly remember having deep conversations seven years ago with all the guys from Sinbin.Vegas about Bill Foley. Those guys were from out of town. They were they were out of towners. The people that were here, no, Ken was here. Were, Ken, were starving Ken. for this. Yeah, they but they were starving. For they this. were part I was of the going boat. To Wrangler games yeah. for ten years before that. They couldn't wait to get a team. We knew yeah, there was, was going to be a fan base. Number. We just didn't know the success right. was going to come that quickly. I don't think anybody thought that the team would be taken off like this, the way that it is. I mean, the, the, this team, the Raiders, and we'll get to the A's later. I, oh, I mean, yeah. the, 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 they have such a long runway to, to make up ground right now for what Vegas is. I mean, Vegas winning the cup in the first six years. Yikes. I mean, the, this is a hockey market until further notice. It is. And, and it, <laughs> I mean, we were in the books, a lot of joints open them 500 to one mm-hmm. in the Stanley cup. And there was like inside, you know, they got good quick two fifty to one. I remember 200 to one. And then it was got to be a hundred to one. It was like, these guys aren't going away. They're going to make the playoffs in their first year. We had playoff hockey all the way to the Western Conference Finals in the first year. Mm. Built the fan base immediately, jacked the prices up to the tickets. People step, kept coming. Made the playoffs another, you know, five, four years in a row. And then missed the playoffs last year. And you started to get the pushback, right? So what happens? A you little bit. in the cup. Yeah, they a little pushback. Cup. I mean, I think everybody wants this market to fail in Canada. It's really weird. Like it's on Twitter, the vibe I get of like, whenever we talk about, whenever I make a comment about like crowd sizes or what happens in Vegas, how the crowds have responded, the fan bases and whatnot, even last night, the crowd shots, people were like, oh, that's, you know, a 10th of what Toronto has outside of every game or whatever it is. I mean, it's just like. I don't know. I feel like people want it to fail and now it hasn't failed and it shines a really bright spotlight on a Toronto market because they've been so desperate for the cup and Vegas comes in in the first six seasons. Vegas plays for two and wins one. Vegas wins it in very impressive fashion. And for I mean, Gary Bettman didn't get booed last night. What other market does Gary Bettman hit the ice and not get booed? <laughs> like he was actually applauded last night. I don't know if there's enough people here with enough history to even worry about booing them. You know That's what, what I mean? mean? Like That's it's I mean. that, fresh. Everything it's right. is, is, is I, I, I used to joke about this with my brothers and sisters as the oldest. I went through, you know, eight feet of snow and yeah, right. it yep. was untouched. Right. And then by the time my sisters, the youngest got through it, it was summertime and everything was already established. Well, this hockey market is untouched, fresh fallen snow. Like, you know, you heard, you heard him talking about how it's growing from the youth level up after the game and how many people are here. It's hard. Hockey fans are as territorial as any fan base, any sport there is. Hockey markets don't like other hockey markets to do well. So there's always going to be haters. But, man, the whole scene, it's been like this for – Kelly McCrimmon said it yesterday. This, yesterday was day 62 of the Stanley Cup playoff run. Mm-hmm. 62 days. It's on the news every day. It's on – It's constant that run the first time was fresh this one was a little more experienced and the team was favored 
Mm. This is this has built them, I don't know, a pass for what a decade. Oh, like, this is this is this is a long runway, is it not? It has to be. I mean, it's oh. incredible. I mean, what's so wild about this market? For those of you who are in big markets, you'll know how strange this is. We don't have a dedicated regional sports network here in town. Like we don't have like Bally sports, Las Vegas or Fox sports, Las Vegas. We don't no. have that. No. So there aren't 24 seven shows going on about the teams who play here. If you turn on Nesson, you will see Bruins behind the scenes, behind the B reality television show on the Boston Bruins. You will see different news updates, sports updates, talking about every little thing about the Bruins, Celtics, Red Sox, whatever. Former Red Sox player gets picked up by the Brewers today. That's a story on Nesson today. We don't have any of that here. Our sports talk radio stations here, we have a lot of them, but most of them are syndicated content. Most of them are not actually content that you'll get live and local. We don't have a huge morning show. Steve Cofield does a great job in the afternoons, but he's like the only guy who's on every day talking about UNLV and talking about the Vegas Golden Knights and the Raiders and whatnot. Our market media-wise is so fresh and new that it's unbelievable because For it's almost professional like, sports. Yeah, they yeah. don't know how to cover it. Like they don't know what, like seven years ago, it was still somewhat of a foreign entity that Vegas was going to be a pro sports town Right, it had been shunned for so long. It had been looked right. down upon. It was the black sheep market of America. Nobody wanted to put anything into people. Didn't want to come here and do a fantasy football convention because players might step foot in a casino. Yeah. It's dumb how different this has become now. Yep. And now we win. And now this market has a champion within six seasons. It's got a champion for starters, aces. Congratulations. You were first. Number two, Golden Knights. Raiders, you're on the clock. And you've got a long way to go. <laughs> mm. I mean, People are going to start to look it's at It's going to be received differently, though. It's going to be is- received differently. The Vegas, if, if the Raiders ever win a championship, which it may be a while, but if they win it, it's not going to be. I agree with you. It's going to be way different. This is, this is when I moved to Phoenix, they had the Suns, the Coyotes came and the Cardinals were there. And then the Diamondbacks came as well. Mm. The Diamondbacks started as expansion. That's their team. The Suns though, that's their team. It's been their team forever. This is our kids team. This is everybody under 30s team yeah. forever. Yeah, this is this buys you along. I, I was thinking to myself, Bruce Cassidy wins his first cup in year one in Vegas. And I was like, how long does Bill Foley give him? Like, how long does he? Because been four coaches in six years. Yeah, Cassidy wins the cup. He's good. For what, he's two seasons? Two, three seasons? Mm-hmm. That's all I give him. I give him three years. And then I think people are talking about whether or not he's the guy again. Well, I mean, they got a lot of things they got to work out. They're, They're going to be bad in cap, two years, right? They are they not going to be bad in two years? Like they're they in cap hell. <laughs> like they've, they rolled the dice and they, they collected. I'm not going to say they're the Rams where they're going to go from the championship to a five win team type of situation, but that cliff for the Vegas golden Knights is absolutely coming. The bill is going to come due and they're going to have to make some pretty difficult choices. I mean, who is the goaltender next year? They got five guys on the roster right now. <laughs> I never heard Aiden Hill talk until last night. Right. And I was like, 
this guy's tremendous. Like he's so matter of fact. And he was so just like, yeah, we just won the Stanley cup. I'm just, I'm just hanging out. His girlfriend's about five foot two. He looks about eight feet tall on the skates. He was right. doing the interviews. His whole family was there. I get, I just sit there and smile. I got tears in my eyes, just like with their families and celebrating that moment with their families and knowing how many travel games they went to and how much money they spent and all of those things. It's just a lesson in life that like, it's great to, to get accomplishments, but it doesn't mean anything unless you have someone to share it with. Right. It just, it's that much better. Like it's, 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 it's uh, such a cool thing. And I can't believe it's here. I I mean, I, I was, tweeting it last night like stanley cup champion in vegas it's, it's gonna live here for a year cup's gonna be here for an entire year and the number yeah. it's crazy because the number of bruin people i mean the entire pr staff's all from the bruins <laughs> all of them they're all from the bruins bruce cassidy former bruin they're all from the bruins so everybody in boston today is furious <laughs> because they know so many people and they're like, that was supposed to have been the Bruins. Like the Bruins were the ones who were supposed to be celebrating. And instead everybody who left Boston, including the coaches that got fired. That's one reason why Cassidy wound up here. He knows everybody. He just, it made perfect sense for him to wind up being the coach because half the, half the front office is from Boston. So right. their social media person's from Boston. I mean, it's, it's amazing. I was laughing last night going like, man, if the Bruins aren't going to win it, at least the Golden Knights want it. I mean, I you know, it's it's one A, one B for me, and and to watch that team win, and then to watch both Florida teams go down in flames. Whew. Did you Mwah. see? I was Mwah. I was watching <laughs> on the on the coverage after all the people that we know on the ice. You know, I saw Carp on the ice. Yep. I saw Arash on the ice. Yep. I saw Willie G on the ice all the local guys yeah. who I can't remember all their names all the time, but they were, everybody was Jesse there. And channel was, four, channel three was, they was down three. there. Yeah. I saw all of them, um, the CBS affiliate, all of them. And I'm like, I don't know if you really can appreciate it as you're covering it. And somebody actually just said it in the contour 22, just said it in the chat. Um, the local media is good because we're not over consumed with coverage. And there's not a lot of grumpy stooges in our fan base yet. So, you know, the, the, the right. cynicalness of, yeah. of the media and all this other stuff that you you get from that daily grind coverage mm. and all that, it hasn't set in yet. So maybe that's part of well, I mean, look, a good I, I, part I, of the coverage, too. I don't know. Like, I think the last two seasons, there's been some real harshness, appropriately so from the fan base about some of the decisions that were being made by George McPhee and why he was kicked upstairs and why Kelly McCrennan became the GM to come in because they had to make some tough choices and they had made some mistakes. I mean, they had made some adjusting, you know, they'd gone and make, make remember the, the, um, who was the Canadian, um, patches, patch ready, patch ready, that Patrick. deal. Remember that deal? Yeah, that was, that was a mess. <laughs> that deal didn't, yeah. that didn't work. The, the end of flurry, they sent him away for nothing. Like they got nothing back for him. Yeah. Fans that were was really mad about that. Tuck, uh, that was so like, there were a bunch of decisions yeah. that had been made that made the fan base go, wait a minute, what did we just do? Because right. they were constantly trying to get to this position. So it's a justification for a lot of those moves. It's an affirmation mm -hmm. of the confidence shown in certain players. I, I it's, it's such a special time when a team wins a championship, but I think it's more unique when it's a market like this and a team like this, 
because you're right. There isn't the history. We aren't going back to say, remember when the 1954 team hoisted the cup and where they did the parade and we're not doing any of that. We're doing a parade at night. Who does parades at night? I don't Saturday night. I don't know. I'm already thinking about the logistics of that. It's going to be a lot of moving parts. It's going to be. I don't like it, but I, what do I care? I I don't like our choice. No, it's not. But Saturday, I mean, mean, this is like, you're going to include everyone in town for a variety of reasons. Who's coming here for whatever vacation or what on father's day weekend, Saturday night, father's day weekend in Las Vegas, a Stanley cup parade on the Las Vegas strip. Where are we parking? I, I the, the parking <laughs> issue is going to be a problem. The, the just where to stand is going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. The parade we'll route. I mean, it's uh, the first time through. Oh, this is going to be, it's incredible. This is going to be nuts. We found out some things after the game. I mean, I don't know what happened to Bobrovsky, but Kachuk having a cracked sternum in game three. Yikes. I, I actually recorded the Paul Maurice post game interview. Um, it's a minute and 10. I'm just going to watch it periodically in life because he was so composed mm-hmm. and he was so gracious for, and he said it about the cynicism about being in professional sports for such a long time. And then he described this year and he mm-hmm. goes, those guys in that room turned around, reassured me that why you put your kids in sports because they wow. care about each other. And what they were able to overcome to just get to this point. And then he started listing the injuries. And he's like, Kachuk couldn't really lift his arm. <laughs> like he, he, We had to tell him, like, he knew and he tried, you know, he played game four. He just couldn't go. We had to tell him, look, we know you want to play. And it was more a mental thing, he mm. said, to tell Kachuk, you cannot play. It's one of those things. Somebody had a broken bone in their foot or something. Said it's a six-week rehab. He missed one shift. Missed one shift. So the uh, – It's such an interesting mm-hmm. juxtaposition. And I'm not trying to kind of call out NBA players at all, but it is such an interesting look at the way hockey players have to be kept out and NBA players have to be shamed oh. in in a lot of ways. Oh, it's a different deal. It is, but I don't know how you, I don't know how you convince an NBA player. Like this is part of your job. Like a hockey player just goes out there and plays football players. A lot of ways as well. That is your job. NBA players have been, been given the opportunity to say, I don't want to play tonight. It's too tough. And we're all, and and for whatever reason, we've been okay with it because NBA players are so vital. There's only five guys on the court. So the value of an NBA player, one player can change everything. So if that player is not feeling up to it, you don't want to press your luck and lose them for a long period of time. Right. Hockey players break a foot and they miss a shift. <laughs> NBA players would miss a month. <laughs> it's just, it's ingrained in the game and like, you don't know any different. I mean, it's just, I, I'm not proud of it. I played with a concussion the first time mm-hmm. I got one. I didn't know I had a concussion. I knew I got my bell rung. I went to the bench and shook my head. They said, are you good? I said, yeah, I just got some cobwebs. They're like, all right, you, you up? You're, you're up next. Yeah, I'm going to play. And like, that's what they, they, they do. And they play at this high level mm. literally for two months, beat up. Maurice said half of 
over half of the injuries occurred in the Boston series. Yeah, as we said, most in most of the series, he said most of our injuries occurred during the Boston series. <laughs> that was the first series, right? And they, I mean, and they were able to go ahead and, and take care of business against Toronto, and you know, oh. just shows the physicality that you saw in that Bruins series, and just how much how much they they put into that seven game series to get there. And I, I mean, look, it, it's it's an interesting look, I think, at both eight seeds making it the heat and the nuggets. And they both ran out of gas. Like they both were on this heat incredible run. So I sorry, nuggets, sorry, heat heat, nuggets, excuse yeah. me, heat and Panthers. Thank you. They both ran out of gas in the, in the eight seed just was on this magical run. I still think that the Panthers that layoff killed them. I, I still think that layoff Bobrovsky looked, he went back to being regular season, Bob. Well, listen, the third and fourth line, Gretzky was saying it. Everybody was saying it last night. The third and fourth line for the Knights dominated the third and fourth lines for the Panthers. Dominated. Gretzky said it. He goes, think about how the luxury that Cassidy has by putting his fourth line up against the first line, and he's good with it. He's like, okay, I'm good. (laughs) When you match up those lines like that, when you have home ice, you get this last change, and you match the lines. When you match the four against the one, you just want to you want to push, right? You want to mm. even. So if they oh, score yeah. one, you score one. That's outstanding. They probably outscored them. That never happens. They dominated them. They limited shots on goal. They blocked everything. Twenty, I think I wrote it. Twenty five shots a game were blocked during the playoffs by the Knights. It doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, Florida's average block shots on goal was fourteen. So yeah. for the playoffs. So it just it eventually it catches up. The health thing catches up. All the lines playing better than all the other lines. It was awesome. Con Smythe to Marsha show, which was pretty much a given given the odds going in. I will give the broadcast crew some credit. They were the game had gotten so out of hand <laughs> that they started talking about the numbers, right? About the Con Smythe and about Vegas as being favored and whatnot. And then they got onto the Jack Eichel conversation. And it's really interesting because Eichel, when he went to Buffalo as the second pick in the draft, people really crapped on that guy. I mean, it's been McDavid, McDavid, McDavid over and over and over again. And Eichel wins the cup before Connor McDavid. It's pretty shocking to be quite the odds on that would have been ridiculous. Well, with him being in Buffalo it would have been ridiculous. Just anywhere. Just him here. Good team. He was in Buffalo. Well, I mean, Vegas. like somebody said it last night, the Edmonton Vegas series was going to end up being the winner was probably going to the cup to win it all. Yeah, probably. So yeah, Edmonton had to go through Vegas and couldn't do it. I don't know. I mean, if you, if, if you have parallels, like I'm trying to think about parallels, you know, with Gretzky Lemieux, that those were always two that were going back and forth. Gretzky was later in his career, but those two were always compared. Mm-hmm. Ovechkin and Crosby mm-hmm. always compared. You know, now Eichel's in the other, you know, in, in the same conference. When you get drafted one, two like that as the next ones, I think it's a natural comparison, but I don't know. I mean, I got no qualms with Marsha Show winning it. Do you? No, I think Eichel. I mean, if I had a vote, I would have voted Eichel. I agree with Gretzky. Eichel, right. contr- Eichel controlled that series, and Eichel yeah. controlled playoffs. And, and Gretzky made a comment. He's like, "You got to remember, this is for the whole playoffs. It's not just the finals. It's for the entire playoffs." And the best player for the Vegas Golden Knights throughout the playoffs was Jack Eichel, and he was just un. 
unbelievable for them. I mean, what he, the ability to control games without scoring, I think it's one of the more impressive feats in hockey where you're the point guard, you're the quarterback, you're everything runs through you and you set everybody else up. And that's what Eichel did the entire postseason. It was, it was really fun to watch. I mean, he really lived up to the hype, the second pick, all that pressure, all the nonsense, the injuries, the issues he fought through, he had to come back from. I, in terms of like guys I'm really happy for, obviously the original guys, you know, the Carlsons of the world and the Marsha shows of the world who are the original misfits to have them win. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I'm really happy for Jack, for Jack Eichel to, to have him hoist the cup. Really, I, I'm curious where his career goes from here because it silences all of that nonsense. Oh, it's, I mean, he's the new face. There's the, there's no doubt until they figure out the goalie's always like something, you know, in the mm-hmm. thing, but yeah, it's Eichel. He's the next one here. I mean, he's do you, cold it, night. is Brassois the starting when, when they hoist, oh, when, when they drop the banner in October? Yeah. Who's in that? No idea. Right. Really, God, no idea. Won, I mean, Aiden Hill may. <laughs> he's won the cup. He may cash in. Somebody may unload and on and him. He's a free agent. Oh, Hill's a free agent. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. He's a free agent. I didn't realize they got to figure that agent. out before June, before the end of June. Or well, then something. he is. He is not going to be the. No, he'll walk. You're right. Someone's going to pay. Someone's going to unload. No he de- just won a Stanley yeah. Cup. No debate that. And then and they'll, and they'll, and they'll, they'll be cool with it because they got Brossois under contract and he's really cheap. So they'll take Brossois. Interesting. Yeah. So it's it's crazy to just even talk about it. But they were talking about it briefly last night, and it was like, man, oh man, how how do you? <laughs> Gretzky said it. He said it so cool. He's like, not a bad uh, deal to give your agents. You just want a Stanley Cup going into your free agency. Now what? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yeah. The guy just won the cup. What do? You, what else do you want? You know, and played unbelievably well. Oh, he did that glove save last night. Oh my, that was up off the couch. It was just when a goalie snaps it back like that as a player, you just, you know, you look at him and just go nice. You know, I I shot it right into your glove, but he made the save and he curls it over and gives you the snap. And, you know, like brother Dan used to do that all the time. And I just look at him and other goalies used to do it. It was great. That was the icing on the cake. That was like, bam. There was talk of him getting the Conn Smythe. Any qualms with him not getting it? None. Okay. I, I would not I would okay. not have given it to him. No. I mean, I, yeah. I think Vegas is Vegas has proven a system and the goalie coach is tremendous. He had five goaltenders go through this season and everyone looked incredible. I mean, like every single one of them looked really, really good. The mic'd up stuff is so um eye-opening, ear-opening, because hockey players are just, they're, they're the best. They're the absolute best when you get to know them and you you know they can just be themselves and you know, right. mic a couple guys up. Genuinely happy for every single guy. They had all six put their equipment on and come out after the game and take pictures on the ice and hold the cup up. Quick was out there. Brossois was out there. They all got dressed. It's one of the coolest things when you're at the game. Again, I still haven't been when they won the cup, but I know how that operation works. Right. Healthy scratches, go get your gear on, come out, hold the cup, bring your family out, take pictures. It was awesome. And I thought, 
there might be one, one that was in the uniform last night with the goalie equipment on, on the roster next year. It's crazy. I think Bruce was the guy. I think he'll be the starting goaltender next season, but after that, I have no idea who who will be there. It won't be quick. Quick won't be there. If Hill's a free agent, like you're talking about, he won't be there. And then after that, I have no idea. I mean, that's going to be a really interesting story for next year. But what what do you think the parade's going to be like? I mean, like, like what's what's the parade going to be like? Like this is I don't know. Vegas doesn't really have. It's weird. So cities like Philadelphia, cities like you know, Chicago, New York, Boston, like this is a chance for the city to let loose. But all we do is let loose like that. That's our calling card. Is I have to come no here idea. And let loose. So like, I don't think it's going to be as crazy as people think. I think it might actually be tame. Uh, I mean, would you compare it to like LA, like LA parade, like for the Rams when they won? Is it, is it like that? I mean, it's a core group of people that are passionate and then everyone else it's, it's a Saturday. It's like, I don't know. I have but no this trip idea. Is going to get shut like. down. I mean, the, the the like like Madeline is flying back to Boston on Saturday night. Getting to the airport, getting anywhere in this town, anywhere near the Strip on Saturday night is going to be an abject disaster. <laughs> like it's going to be crazy. You're probably going to have to take the long way to the airport, depending on the time. <laughs> yeah. That's not going to be no. You, you, you mean can't you go, go anywhere here? <laughs> you have to go anywhere? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You get you go. Yeah, you go down 95 to Trump. And go yeah. that way, the back way, so you don't to get in. So, I, I, oh, how many people Lord. do you think? I mean, I, I people were arguing. About, I was already talking, arguing, talking to people about this, saying like, how many people? I was like, well, look at, we're not Chicago, we're not New York, we're not a major market. Like, no. we have three point six million people who live here. Like, we don't have a gigantic number of people who would potentially be here. Somebody check his number on the on the uh, people who live here. I don't think it's a little high. Well, I think I'm sorry. It's a state. Three point six million is a state. Sorry, it's high. You. I think it's two million for this for, for for Vegas. I think it's two point six. Okay, so say two point six. Short of three million. Okay, well, that's nothing compared to. That's not even close. I mean, right? You know, Philly, I think is. I think Boston's eight. Philly's ten, like or whatever. Like, like yeah, a lot of like millions. Like, it's a big population base that all comes from the suburbs into the city to go to the event. That's why the parade route's always crazy. For some because people, P. Ralt, this will be the only time they go to the strip in a year. Right. But we don't have huge suburbs. Like we have Henderson, we have up by you and we have Summerlin and that's it. Like we have right. three, <laughs> we have three real like big population. Yeah, bases. Summerlin and Henderson, really the only two. And like, you know, the North part of like um, the East, Sky yeah. Canyon and all that other stuff like that's starting to grow. It is. But you know, the East Las Vegas is its own thing. North town is its own thing, but they're not like, I mean, they're spreading, they're growing, but you're right. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what this is going to be like. I have no tourists idea. coming in. I mean, I think all of the casinos will empty. That will happen. And, and people in the book, well, I mean, you don't think it's going to look like new year's, do you? Yes, I do. <sighs> yes, I do. I think it'd be worth, I think, it, I think you've ever the, done new year's on the no, strip on purpose. I used to do it every year. Yeah. Um, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's take that. Crazy. Well, what's the craziest New Year's that we've had? And that's what this is going to be like. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. 
They're gonna do fireworks. They're gonna do all. Yep. They're gonna do all this stuff. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh yep. boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Do you? Yeah. Are you surprised that Vegas is in the favorite for next year? No. No. Top three. Top three. They are. They're two. Okay. Yeah. It's Ru- it's it's ruins are one. Right. That's you kind of take the regular season results. Like Florida and, last year, Florida was one, and then they got, got bounced, and they went to the Cup finals. Right. So, uh, wow. So I'm looking at it on Fanduel. Mm-hmm. Avalanche, Leafs, Oilers. Oh my. Devils, Bruins, Knights. Oh wow! Offshore Hurricanes, like- Lightning, Rangers. The Knights are sixth. Oh, so East Coast biased. It's crazy. They're sixth. Uh, who the Knights? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they share the same price. They just put the same price up for the Bruins, the Knights, and the Hurricanes, and the Lightning. We would have done a little variance here. I mean, eight to one, eleven to one, eleven to one for Leafs and Oilers. Then Devils. Four teams have this. Five teams have the same number. Pardon me. Devils, Bruins, Knights, Hurricanes, Lightning. All thirteen to one. Yeah, we would have changed them around a little bit. 10, 12, 14, 16. Yeah, that's that you can't put it all the same number. Not surprised. You know? Huh. Nobody's betting it today. No. There's people coming in Not today here. to cash night's ticket at yeah, thirteen to one, thinking yeah, they, they got are. last night and they, they got next year. That's a bad that's a, always a bad situation. So say that again. They're coming in thinking that they, they put bet. it up. We used to. I used to argue in the room. Listen, I know there's people here, you know, for different events, and they want to bet it. But you put it up, and the ticket writer gets confused, or someone goes on an app and goes, "Oh my God, they got the Knights at thirteen to one to win the cup. They're only one game away. I'm betting it." They don't read it. Then they come in today to claim their ticket, get their money, and you go, "Sir." You bet it. That's for next year. Did you really think they were 13 to one? Oh, you didn't check your ticket before you left the window. I would have been glad to explain that to you. So yeah, that's, that's, that's happened. I guarantee at some book somewhere today, somebody came in with a ticket that said, I got the Knights to win the Stanley cup. No, you don't next year. So at the same time that this was going on, the A's were winning their seventh consecutive game, their eighth straight on the run line. They're the hottest team in baseball. And yesterday they played in front of an actual crowd. It was a reverse boycott for the Oakland A's in which they chanted sell over and over again for the almost like the entire game. I'm going to tweet a video that I found of the A's fans doing it. It was Awesome. Strange. Weird. Very weird. strange. Weird, weird deal. Weird deal. Even in the reverse boycott, they only had 27,000 fans there. <laughs> it was more than their opening day crowd. Way biggest crowd of the year by far. But it's still I, kind of funny because they're quoting 27,000 a night here in Vegas <laughs> as to what they're going to pull. So even when their fans were really mad in protesting the ownership group and protesting the potential move to Vegas and everything else, they only could draw 27,000 wearing these 7,000. They were wearing these green cell shirts while their team was beating the best team in baseball in the Tampa Bay race two to one, mind you pretty good baseball game. 
playing some good baseball too on top of it. It's not like they're they're winning by accident. They're playing no. good baseball. They turned it around 100% in seven wins in a row, and they go for eight. You mentioned it yesterday that no team that had been a plus 150 dog or greater for sevens for six great games had won the seventh. They did. They won the seventh. First you, time ever that happened. If you roll it over, which nobody would do, but if you would have rolled it over, Fox put out a tweet. Yeah. You turn 100 into $175,000 in a week. What the hell? Just that was just, I mean, there are people on our discord channel and people that I'm online who are, who have just, you know, I did the reverse, you know, I bet against them for a month. I'm down 3.9 units doing this now. It's amazing how fast it turned <laughs> from seven up to down 3.9, you know, with, week with two games left. <laughs> you may be, be able to break even. Nope. I, the, the best I'll do is down 1.9. So. Oh, because yeah, because they're favored. They'll be right. favored, and they'll be. It'll be. I'll just be. I'll be laying juice to get one unit back. So it's going to be a losing experiment, regardless. It's just a question of how much money will I have lost, how much money will I have gone down by right. betting against the A's in the run line. And you know, it ends coming up at the last day of this Tampa Bay Rays series. But I mean, it looked great for a long time, and then man, we were t- we talked about going in. As long as you don't have one of those like crazy hot streaks, you should be fine. Well, the the A's are in the middle of a crazy hot streak at the moment. And people are making the joke that like they're looking like major league. <laughs> like that th- this is. Did you see the A's fans? Somebody actually dressed up the owner <laughs> and put the thing on it and it had the you guys stink. Yeah. They made it just like the movie. Yep. And it's the it's the owner and they're pulling off the the the, the thing. It was amazing. I it's mean, very it's a very similar script. It's a very similar situation because on the same day that the boycott happens, the Nevada Senate approved a $380 million package for the A's to move here. Can't figure it out. Now, we are a ways away from this being done, okay? But as I mentioned before, it does feel like there's enough politicians and people in in powerful places that want this to happen. There's going to be a special session that will be called. This will be voted upon. We will have debate. We will talk more about where the money is coming from and who's going to pay what when. But the Senate last night, while the boycott's going on, the Nevada Senate said, okay, yep, we're okay with giving you $380 million, which is a major hurdle to clear for the A's to move here. You think that was all just posturing? All this, what like what they were doing for a week here with the with the lawmakers talking and then, you know, nobody's showing and they're voting against it. And then this guy just comes in and passes it. It's, it's, it's going on to the next step. We're still I mean, going to have debate. The people but, that we know, the people that follow this stuff that are in the know of this stuff have, have been pretty clear about all of the window dressing going on that exactly what you said is happening. There's just a lot of a lot of nonsense being pushed. Like it's not real. Like when it comes down to it, they're going to vote yes. They're going to get this done. So Joe Lombardo, the governor of Nevada, is going, is going to, he is pro this move. He's going to call a special session. Yeah, to course. add the to add the A's to the Knights and the Raiders for a 42 person Nevada Assembly will approve by a majority vote, and then Lombardi will sign the bill into law. MLB owners plan to authorize the A's to relocate to Las Vegas at some point in the very near future. The passage the passage of the Senate bill on the same day the A's fans held the so-called reverse boycott. 
you know, <laughs> looking to unload the deal, forcing a fire sale. But, you know, by making their intentions to move Las Vegas known, the A's are seeking to end more than 20 years of uncertainty and a very long run here in Oakland for them to move out. It it looks like there's going to be a bill funding 30,000 seat, the smallest ballpark in Major League Baseball to be built on the site of the Tropicana. And then we get to find out after we do it, we get to find out <laughs> all the other logistical problems. If that's actually going to be the case. Right. But I think it is. I, I think it, it, it the, the, where the park is going to get built, that I think could get moved. I'm not positive it's getting built where they're, they're proposing it. But I do think the A's are going to be authorized to move here. Somebody knows something you know, up high. And Labardo wants to make this move. He wants it on his legacy. He he saw the two previous governors get the Raiders to be moved here. He's seeing what Allegiant Stadium, you know, the legacy that's going to be there for Brian Sandoval and for George Cis- and, and for Sisolak. George Sisolak, right? What's Sisolak's first name? I forget. Steve. Steve, thank you. Steve, thank you. So those two guys were both instrumental in getting the Raiders to come here and building the building the stadium. And they'll always be known as the governors that got the Raiders and the stadium built here. And Lombardo wants the same situation. He wants to be known as the guy that brought the A's here. So Mm. I just want to know how fast does this slow down the NBA or does this expedite the NBA's plans to move to Vegas? Expedite or expedite? Expedite, expedite, expedite. Thank you. Right. Just, I mean, for the people that are listening or watching. No, expedite. What did Rolf say? Expedite to work. Expedite. Yeah. Guys in the chat, if you're watching the show, is expedite a word? I think it's a word. Anyways, Counselor, it's, it's not a word. I think, I think it's, it's a word. Expedite. 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 It's, just, it's spelled <laughs> the same way, so it's just pronounced differently. Tomato. <laughs> tomato. Tomato. But. I'll be curious to see, does this push those plans into high gear? Because if I'm the NBA, I I don't want the A's to come here and to have. The A's aren't coming here until 2027 or 28. Right. But you could get the NBA to move here faster than that. You could slide in faster. You could have a team playing in 26. You could beat them at two years. Expansion teams are easy, right? We have T-Mobile Arena already in place. It's already there. I know they want their own state. I can't, I, I, what I can't figure out is why Bill Foley doesn't want to share that building knowing that T-Mobile arena, you're going to get as long as the, I mean, I guess it's who gets the first right is the question, right? Who, who gets the, cause right now the Knights get first choice on everything. Right. So he doesn't want to share it. I get that point, but you know, cut him a check or something. I don't know. You can play, you, you can play an NBA team in T-Mobile. Sorry, the the chat is going crazy with this Expedia. They said Expedia get a sponsor, right? See, there you go. Right. Expedia a website for travel. It is, yes, that's what guys I mean. are the best. It's not a word. Just so that's why know. it's where the word came from. They didn't make it up. <laughs> where it came from? So it was something. It came from something. I I'm just going to be very interested to see because the NBA works here, and baseball doesn't. <laughs> so I really want. Do you believe there was a game at the Aviators ballpark last night opposite the Knights game? I mean, they didn't I, didn't have look, I didn't look at the attendance, but there had to be less than 2000 people there easily. I mean, I was at the gym last night after the game and there was 
nobody. <laughs> there was nobody there. Like it was, it was really funny. I walked in, I was like, wow, there is absolutely nobody here right now. Everyone. Right. And then I stopped on the way home at Walgreens and there was like a five girls wasted off their ass, dressed, dressed head to toe in all Vegas Golden Knights gear. They just come from the game and they were just stumbling all over themselves on the title floor. shot. No, probably 25 year olds. I mean, they weren't, yeah, they were young, they were young but it, young. Was, it was just funny. Like you just tell like, that's just, I was like, one, why are you driving? But, two, but it's like, that was what the town was. The town was lit up last night. They were super excited about everything. I was very excited last night. And, and they were confident. They walked into the game. I mean, the fact that you win a game nine to three, if you're going to clinch a cup, having a no sweat win is pretty fun. Like, no worries asked just kick your heels up and wait for the parade and wait for the cup to come out. We were talking about it last night. Um, you know, Jess and I knew each other back in Pittsburgh before we got married and all this right. other stuff. And she was at our house that night, the first night that the Penguins won the cup. Oh, wow. 91, 92, uh, 90, 91 season. They won the game eight, nothing against the Minnesota North Stars. And they scored quick. It just kept scoring. And my brothers and I were like, we're going to win a cup. Like, the cup's coming home. Yeah. It was unbelievable. And that everybody went out to the airport, all my friends. I did not go. But I was waiting last night. I was like, all right, I hope they only score eight and tie the record. <laughs> and then it got nine, and I was like, hmm. Most goals scored in a cup clincher ever. Um, memorable night forever. And I mean, Bob was bad. Well, at that point, it was done. I mean, it was. It they was left done. him out to I was, dry. I was on the air with sports. Yeah. As soon as they scored a the third goal, I was like, it's over. Just yeah. wrap it up. You guys don't have to oh, watch yeah. it anymore. It's done. Well, it was one nothing, And then on, on the, the shorthanded goal was so pretty. It just, I think Gretzky said it. Everybody relaxed. After that goal got scored, it was like. <sighs> Okay. And Denver did the same thing the night before. Like they got a lead and everybody went, okay. And they went and won it. Right. Same right. thing for the Golden Knights. Everybody relaxed. And then the second goal happened and it was on after that. And then it was just like bang, 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 bang. And second period scored four goals in the second period and it was finito. Goodbye. Over. Done. <laughs> and then the third period was just a 20 minute celebration. Which, I mean, like, you know, Cassidy said afterward. It's the longest period of his life. Like uh, Marsha show was like, it felt like just, it wouldn't end. We don't <laughs> like, you know, then they got two goals and it was like, you know, the, the Panthers got two goals and it was like, uh Oh, like, what are we doing? Focus. Let's go. This game's won, but you know, don't, don't let them get any more goals. And it was great. The whole, the whole night was great. And then we're, you know, today we're talking about whether the A's are coming or not. There's still never going to have a moment like that. Like it's going to be hard to measure. And you're right. Maybe it is a race with the NBA, but even that's different. Expansion, though, would be brilliant. Expansion. Brilliant. A million times brilliant to bring a team. If I'm the NBA and if I'm Adam Silver, I'm looking at the Vegas market. I'm like, what am I going to do? I would say I'm copying the Golden Knights. We know the A's and the Raiders. People are holding their nose. Is this a four-market, four-team market, though? It's not, right? No way. It's not. It's, not even, it's barely a three-team market, but the third team should be NBA, not baseball. It's growing, though. I mean, like, the, the weird thing about this market is because of how many people come in and out every single day. 
it's not a typical market. So you can't say, oh, we're a city of 2.6 million. Yeah, we are, but we aren't. Yeah, but like Sheehan says, and I mean, guys, if you're if you're a baseball guy, you should definitely subscribe to Sheehan's uh, newsletter. He writes about it. He threw his arms up today and said, listen, I'm out discussing this Vegas A's thing anymore because no one's listening that tourists aren't going to support the team. It's a locals. It's a locals product. Eighty-one home games. You can rely on the locals, or I mean, the tourists a little bit. You 5, can 000. plan to come to Vegas for one football game. You can plan to come to Vegas for one hockey game. It's a three-game series. It's eighty-one games, and they're not going to come for baseball I like agree. one time every three years, maybe. Yep, I agree. Okay. I, I I don't understand. There are other things at work here. There are other. Yes, no doubt. Political aspirations no and relationships that are being greased here. Yes. Because if you are looking at it strictly from a success market standpoint, what team coming in here would be the most successful? The NBA would be the most successful. More than One. the Knights? Oh, no, not more. No, 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 no. But I mean, like versus, I'm talking about basketball versus baseball. Oh, add, they're even close. I think it's basketball they're even close. Yeah. And I think the I think basketball would give the Raiders a run for their money as well. I think the Knights have a huge lead now, obviously, because of what happened. But I think eventually, right. I think this is, this is a basketball market. This is not a baseball market. This oh. is a hoops market. And I think people will be ecstatic about it. Having an NBA team, having an expansion team, to be able to take on the Suns and the Lakers and the Clippers and the Trailblazers. And then Seattle probably gets the Supersonics back expansion as well. So you have a whole Western wing. They'll even come from Utah. Yeah. To jazz. Games. I would agree. They'll drive down. Absolutely. Yes. Six hours or quick flight. Absolutely. And that's like, if you're going to talk about what is going to work in Las Vegas, baseball is the antithesis of, of, of what Vegas really wants. Now you can make it a party and you can make it fun. But at the end of the day, baseball is, you know, it's about the, it's history. It's about Don't it's smirch. I love baseball, but it's about the history, right? It's about, you know, your grandfather taking your dad and your dad taking you. It's about generational stuff. And I get it. you got to start somewhere. But this game, they're speeding it up for a reason because they're trying to get people to pay attention to it more. Basketball doesn't have that problem. Basketball is like hockey. You can sit somebody down. They can have a pretty good idea as what's happening on the ice or on a basketball court without knowing all the rules. Well, there's less rules and they're not even applied in the basketball anymore either. So that, they just, too. it's but two I, hours of, of a, a rap concert, a rock concert in between whistles. Yeah. They play the game, you're in and out, and it's done. It's so, basketball is, it's, is, is simplistic yeah. for something. Sit down, ball in the net. How yeah. many times? How many points? Okay, hockey, put the puck in the net. Like you knew the, the nuances. Baseball, yeah, I get it. It's how you hit the ball over the fence and you touch home plate. I get it. But like there's so many different small things that happen on a baseball field that's a trained eye needs to see it, to understand what's happening, to get the nuances, to appreciate the beauty of it and why it's so fun. I love the game of baseball. I'm a 46-year-old white guy. I'm the mark. <laughs> like, this, like, like, this is what we are. Okay. I'm a baseball mark. Trying to get my nine year old to watch baseball. It's like, 
no thanks, bro. I'll go do something else. Like yeah, I don't want to. You gotta. We'll, we'll go to a game. She'll watch baseball. No, she will not. She wants. She'll watch hockey and basketball. That's what she. She does not. She. She's anti football. She's anti baseball. Hockey and basketball. She's in. She loves it. The speed. The up and down. The back and forth. It. it it's easily understood. She gets the athleticism. She understands the scoring. Right. She, she gets those two sports. She loves those two sports. She gets fighting too. She gets boxing. She gets MMA. She likes those right. two sports as well. Baseball and football is two stop start. There's just not enough action to hold her attention. And a lot of people are like that. Yeah. I don't know. In this town. I mean, in my nine-year-old likes going to the baseball games. Because you like going to the baseball games. I know, but she's she's gone, I guess, since she's been a little kid. So she But both I mean, your daughter both your daughters are softball players who grew up playing the sport of watched. You're a family right. of baseball. This this is a gener for you, it's generational. It's you Maybe. are a baseball family. A lot of people aren't baseball families. Right. They right. like the game, but like they aren't into it. You've coached it. You've taught. You've watched. You're, yeah. you're right now when, when your daughter's played college based softball. Like yeah. you guys are in deep. You're on MLB network. Like yep. you, you have a tie to baseball that's way deeper than 99% of the people in America. And in this market in particular, this town's about fun, fast, and loud. I know, but there's an underlying culture of baseball. There's, I mean, Bryce Harper's one how of the most famous people yeah. in the league. He's from Vegas. And I know a lot of people who don't know that. Really? <laughs> a people, yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Hmm. Bryson Stott, they don't know that. They don't know where these guys are from. They don't have the same type of interest right. as they do. If you, I mean, put it this way. The number two pick in the NBA draft played the entire year in Henderson. Nobody, nobody knew that. Nobody knew that. <laughs> nobody we knew, knew, that. That. Nobody we knew that. that, but nobody knew that Scoot Henderson was playing the entire year for the Ignite in the G League. Nobody talked about it. Nobody covered it. It wasn't an interest. It's just a tough market for these types of situations. And the A's aren't asking, or at least they don't care to ask the questions of, does the market actually want to support baseball? Right. Because the market wanted to support hockey. You mentioned it. The Wranglers, all the teams that were here before. Mm. People were clamoring for something like this to call their own. clamoring for anything. Sports brings people together. We say it on the show. Yeah. You guys have said it about our show. Sports brings people together, and then everybody, you know, finds a way to connect. Yeah. The Knights were that. No expansion baseball team is going to be that. Or or moving the A's. The problem is, it's the stink. The Raiders have a stink on them. The A's have a stink on them. It's hard to get that off. This is not our team. Okay. The Raiders are not Las Vegas's team. We're borrowing the history. The A's coming here. We're borrowing the history. Right. The Vegas born hashtag is not just a hashtag. It's a reality. People here love the Knights because they don't have to. They've never shared it with anybody else. It's right. theirs. This is their team. And there's been nothing to come before it. And that's why expansion basketball would be brilliant. Put the team here. Even if the team loses 60 games a year, put the oh, team here. Be a monster. Because people be will monster. love it. They would love it. And T-Mobile is a good place to go for events. People like going to the event. It's clean, easy-ish to get in and out of. It would be it would be a monster. I mean, just the Suns games, the Lakers games, the Clippers games, even the Nuggets games, probably now. Right. Monster, 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 I mean, monster. You monster. can see it, right? The marquee, like when the Yankees come to town, awesome. When Shohei Otani comes to town, 
awesome. But what do you do when the Royals come to town? Oh, I knew you were going to pick the Royals. JC from KC, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, what are you going to do the when the Twins come to town? The Twins. Yeah, you're right about that. Okay, what right are you going to do? What's on the marquee that makes somebody go, oh, man, I got to go see that game? Like, it's just not there. The Rays come to town. Like, I, the, the Rays are the best team in baseball, and nobody in Tampa wants to go watch them play. <laughs> Okay, so you're telling me that we're going to be we're going to be here. Hold on, it's the truth. I mean, we're telling me here, people are all going to be like, "Oh my gosh, the Tampa Bay Rays! Let's go see those guys. This will be phenomenal." Let's. I mean, what the Miami Marlins come to town? Oh yeah, sign me up. I'm. Let's go. Like it's just not going to work the way they think it's going to work. You're going to be able to go to a game here in Vegas, no lie, for five bucks. You can do that in a lot of markets now. Yep. And so baseball is about TV revenue. We've talked about this before. It's about TV revenue. The problem mm. is this TV market is not that big. So <laughs> the TV revenue is not going to be as big as you would like it to have been. Yeah. I mean, Oakland has Sorry. always been behind San Francisco. Okay. So the A's have oh. always played second, second fiddle to the Giants. Yes. And the Raiders always played second fiddle to the 49ers. So they feel like we're. I'd rather be number one in a small, in a small pond, than number two in a big pond. And there's some logic behind that. And there's some thought behind that, right? If you win, people probably will come more often than if you don't, but the Raiders coming here was what a three-year experiment or four-year delay. How long did it take for them to move here? I thought it was only two. It was fast after they said it. You might be right. It might be. It might have been three they seasons. Threw that two. thing up. I mean, that thing. The Death Star. The, the Legion. I think it was supposed to have been two. I think it actually was three. I think the first. In, I think the first thought was two. After they announced it, they played. So it'll be okay. two years. They played one extra year because it wasn't going to be ready. So they it was three years. It's 2023 right now, and we're thinking maybe 28, five years. That's a long time. A long time. It's a long time. And again, we have a building that is ready-made for an NBA franchise. They built it with four locker rooms for a reason. So you right. have hockey on one side, basketball on the other. Just figure out to play at team. Even if you're building, if you're going to build a stadium somewhere else, you play at T-Mobile temporarily. Right. Just play there now until you build your stadium and get your stadium done wherever they're going to build it. Just to pay rent and just go ahead and have the team be a part of it would make perfect sense. I mean, shoot, you could play at UNLV if you had to. I mean, you play it at, you know, on campus at UNLV. They play summer at league games Thomas, there now. At Thomas and Mac. Yeah, Thomas and Mac. You play summer league games that's there a now. Big arena. You could play games there, no doubt. Yeah, 18,000 fans that's can go to that. Parking and that's got, I mean, yeah. that's, that's ready made. That's right on the strip. That would be a good test. Yep. For it to happen. So I I don't, I mean, summer league works here. People love summer league basketball. People love going to Cox pavilion and check yeah. in and, and, and go into the smaller, you know, see guys in the 6,000 seat place. You see the next stars of the NBA. It's super fun. The AAU tournaments in late July. It's when I started coming here to Vegas for the first time, you know, consistently was for those AAU tournaments in late July. Yep. We're a basketball hoops town, man. This is uh, baseball. Good luck. Good, good luck. So this story came out here uh, today from Pro Football Talk. An NFL player go, allegedly. What did I, I put on today? No, you did not put on the come and go. Oh, Look at yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's on now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we got the come and go uh, shirt from Andy at the live show, which, guys, if you haven't watched the live show, go back to the YouTube channel, the at symbol, at Boston versus the book. Go back and watch it. You get to see a lot of the people that are in the chat live every day. 
in person with us watching the show. We filled a cabana both Thursday and Friday, and I got a couple gifts. This was one of them. Come and go. Thank you. We're going to come and go both <laughs> all summer. I, I I don't know if I'm going to get back and get to one personally, but we got the brigade proxy service that people can come and go from Vegas and sign yes. up for these contests, both Circa, Westgate, all that stuff will be available at Brigade Proxy Service on Twitter. What's the email? Brigadeproxy at gmail.com. And what is the phone number? Where they Don't ask. Email. Reach out. Yeah, just email. Just email. Just email. <laughs> we have, we have a phone number that we'll give you I don't in know. the email. I don't know the number. Nor do I, but but okay. I could read it to you. I can get it very fast, but just it's much easier to send us an email and we'll just much direct easier. you. And we'll just much direct easier. you. When you come here, we'll give you the phone number to text us. To right, and then we'll the be able to get in touch with the guy. Because we got people coming in this weekend. Um, yeah. Got people coming in next week. We got a lot of stuff happening here. So, so yeah. just to keep everything squared and straight. Yeah, I mean, I hope uh, I hope they don't want to sign up Saturday night at the uh, with the parade going on. We're going to have to change the appointment time. <laughs> <laughs> Although, no, no, I was going to say go to Henderson, but no, it's <laughs> it's too complicated. A lot of moving around. Yeah, it's going to be. This is going to be. If you're coming into town this weekend, just buckle up. It's it's going to be unlike any other weekend. Traffic's been bad a lot. Period. I mean, it's going to be bad, bad this weekend. It's crazy. Yeah, they're closing the strip down for hours at a time. And when they do that, they normally do that around the holidays when nobody actually is coming here. Now it's in June where people take vacations and Father's Day is weekend. Hey, let's go to Vegas for Father's Day weekend. Oh, boy. Right. Okay. Good luck. Tough stuff. Usually a slow weekend. Nope. <laughs> Not anymore. Yes, open, uh, going on elsewhere and all that other stuff. Oh, boy. The word gambling here is one to call out. An NFL player. Lost $8 million gambling. Doesn't say sports gambling. It says gambling. You can lose $8 million gambling pretty fast. Can you not? Seen it done. So this is now like a wow story, but is it really a wow story? I mean, I've heard stories of Dana White blowing through stuff like this, playing blackjack. You ever see anybody play 10,000 a hand, a whole table, six, no. six spots, 60 no. grand a swing. No, I've not. I don't know. I think I'd throw up. It's it's <laughs> you just sit there and you're just like, what's happening right now? I've seen it. I've seen, I've seen it a bocker a bit, a hundred thousand a, a, a thing. Like they're playing lose six in a row. at 600 K. I just don't. I mean, so I've seen it that. fast. I mean, there's there's wheels that are a hundred dollar credits. They're a hundred. You, you play three credits, three hundred a spin, three thousand a spin. You can multi credit all this stuff. So, is this more a story because an NFL player lost it, and now we're talking about how NFL players gamble? Where? No, this when? is just catnip for the internet. Catnip for the internet. This is just this is this this is <laughs> the the idea that a player who legally is allowed to gamble ran through a lot of money. What if this is like Aaron Rodgers? What if this is somebody who has or a or like a, a a Tom Brady type? Maybe not Tom Brady, but a Tom Brady type. Somebody who is on the top 
five to 10% of all paid NFL players and have been that way for the better part of five to seven years. $8 million over a year is nothing to them. So if you make, you're saying 40 million a year and you lose eight, you lose 20% of your earnings. That's just their, that's only that's only their NFL. That's only their NFL income. Right. No, no, I'm just saying okay, so all their endorsements, everything else. A year you lose eight. Is that nothing? It's not nothing, but what if that forty million dollar a year player makes a hundred million dollars a year? And over the course of a year of a of a twelve month percent of their income, that's nothing. Okay. Eight percent of their income over a twelve month period. This is a one year conversation. Eight million one year. This is what happens in Vegas. We get desensitized to this stuff and it shocks the country. But around here, we see things like this. Like you just mentioned, you watch somebody play 60 grand in one hand. In 30 seconds, it was someone's salary for a year. The average salary in America is 48,000, I believe. So like this guy's betting on someone's salary in with one hand or with one swoop, one hook. And they're not even blinking at it. So the idea that somebody blows through $8 million, yes, it's gluttony. Yes, it's crazy. This is not, it is, could be a nothing burger to the guy or woman who did this. Yes, it's a guy because it's a player. Right. Depends on who the person it's, is. And the investigation's going on. This is like, psst, sources are telling me that the NFL found a player who bet $8 million. Was it on sports gambling? Well, no. It's gambling? Yeah. Uh, this is not a big deal. Why are we even talking about this? Talking about it because it's catnip. Like you no, said. that's what I mean. It's it's out there. It's, it's the number one story in the NFL. It's all over Twitter. Everyone's going, everyone's hypothesizing, going like, and then someone raised someone on Twitter on the comment section said, Wait, is this gambling or sports gambling? Because eight million on sports is a whole different conversation than eight million in a pit playing poker, blackjack, whatever. So right? A, cu- a couple things. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I've had people bet at my counter a million dollars okay. on a game. Happened a couple times, twice, three times, I think. I've had people bet five hundred thousand on the regular, literally five hundred thousand dollars. I want this on the Saints, the whole thing. Yes, the whole thing. Oh wow, okay. Um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You're right. I don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing to be numb to it. I used to question it all the time. I would go work at the book all day and come home and change diapers and go. I just handled like my till would have $1.2 million in it when I left work. Mm-hmm. And then I would get home and have poop all over my hands, changing diapers. And I was like, this is such a dichotomy in life. What is happening right now? But you're right. Us being here, we are numb to it. There are high limit pits where this goes on every day here, just like it does in Macau, just like it does all over. Is it the league's obligation to stop it? No. What are we doing? No, the league has cut a collective bargaining that allows players to gamble. They just can't bet on football. They can bet on basketball. They can bet on baseball and bet whatever they want. Just can't do it on premise. Can't do it with their Wi-Fi, but you can bet. Come to Vegas. You can come to Las Vegas as long as you're not in the Raiders facility. You can bet to your heart's content as long as you're not betting on a baseball game or a football game. Right. So no, I mean, this is what you have to allow adults to adult things. And you've made agreements and you made arrangements with the PA to allow players to do this. So this is like, 
I, I really wonder what this is. Like, why was this put out there? Out. And yeah. I know, like, I know pro football talk is going to report stuff because it's getting clicked and talked about. So I get, I, I've known Florio for over 20 years. Yes. I know what he's doing. I yes. get the idea. Yes. And I would publish, if I ran a website and I was given this, I'd put it out too, because that's properly running your website. It is a story kind of, but there are so many questions that come from this report rather than answers from this report that I think it, whoever put it out, it's almost Machiavellian. Like what is the game you're playing by putting this out there? Cause you know, damn well, owners are betting this when they go gamble. I mean, owners are rolling through. Okay. Owners I've are taking, come I've, on. I've personally taken bets from team owners. Okay. And these guys are billionaires and what's $8 million to them. It's nothing. The team owners weren't betting a lot. I can tell you that. They, they were, were not very different. They were very different customers. I don't know. Every, I mean, look, there's multiple owners and multiple teams. We don't know what they're, I mean, but right. people of tend course. to bet. They can bet $8 million and not be worried about over the course of a year on top of that and not be worried about it. I mean, if you lose $8 million gambling, one, it goes on your taxes. And two, you get the comps like crazy. I mean, they're going to give you all sorts of huge things when you come. They'll fly you here. They'll give you a whole villa. They'll give you whatever you want. They'll give you your own concierge person to go and do errands for you. Like, will they give you a cabana at Stadium Swim? Yes, they will. Multiple, <laughs> multiple cabanas at Stadium Swim. They'll give you Stadium Swim. You want to lose eight million dollars at Circa? They'll give you Stadium Swim, basically. Pretty Have much it to yourself. Okay, so like th- th- this is the way the world works. Would I include the food comps too, or no? I think it probably would include a couple. Yeah, probably get, <laughs> probably get get a few. Probably as much as Bromel Camp got, but, <laughs> but there's that. So like there's opportunities for all sorts of things that go on. I don't understand. Like I want more information now. Like I want you to tell me exactly what is this? There's always more. You always need more information. The way they float these stories out and the way they do it, there's a purpose. You're right. I don't know what it is right now. I think the NFL was, is trying to roll back the rules. I think what the NFL is trying to do is poison the pool to the point where the players have to say, fine, we won't gamble on anything else ever. I think they, I think they want to kill. Like all they don't gambling. want them throwing craps and they, they don't, don't want, want to. I, I think they, I think they want the NFL player to be out of a casino period done. You can't step foot in it. Cause I think that's what they want. Really? I don't think they're going to get it, but I think wow. the idea is let's float out a million stories, drip by drip stories that are out there about players who are having, if you're a guy who is a diehard football fan and you're working a nine to five and you're making 55 K and you're busting your hump every darn day. And you hear about a football player lose $8 million. Like it's nothing. That doesn't feel too good. You tell the story for yourself. Okay. This is the, that guy's a diehard caller who calls into a sports radio station. What is this guy doing? Losing $8 million. How irresponsible are you? Don't you understand what people are doing? Other people are working, they're busting their butt every day and you're out here blowing it on a craps table. Like it's nothing. They're trying to put the pressure from the public on the players to change. Yeah. I, I, I don't think they want them gambling at all because remember if you work for the NFL, you can't step foot in a book ever. You can't bet on anything, nothing. They want that for the players too. Wow. It's going to be hard to enforce, is it not? It's up to you guys, right? Behind the counter. 
KYC, baby. It ain't NFL's problem. It's the book's problem. You guys got to figure out who that yeah, player so is. Yeah, so now the people in the pit got to recognize whether a player is a player or not, and then they got to send an ID thing to the eye in the sky, identify this guy. Oh, he plays – he's he's a third-string off tackle for the – for the uh, Whoever. Tennessee Titans, yeah, well, he got to you got to kick him out. He's got, he's got he's got a cup of coffee in front of him. You got to kick him coffee. out, right? Some guy had a cup of coffee blowing his signing bonus. You have no idea who he is. He signed yesterday, got a ten grand check, and he's betting with it. All of a sudden, bam! That guy, you're in trouble for getting that guy. La la, la I got a bet. I don't. I don't. It's a bad I don't, idea. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do. I don't. I mean, I don't care what anyone does off their time. Like it doesn't matter. Should it matter? Like, do you if think you're betting on your sport? Care? If you're betting on your sport, it matters. Otherwise, it do- I don't care. I don't care how big of a degenerate gambler you are. If you want to spend your money, you earn your money, you want to bet your money, it's on you. It's your right. You should not be judged. But you, you know, should controlled. be controlled. All of the, uh, and this is just for just the, all of it in general. Everything is moving so fast. And I don't know if everybody knows the pitfalls and perils of, the gambling, like you can really mess things up. You can gamble over your head. Yep. We've talked to to Casey and, and and all of these people that you have to know the bad before you can even enjoy the good. And you have to be able to stop. I mean, this is just for a lot of things, drugs, alcohol, smoking, not all everything. Moderation is key in life. Food. Amen to that. Amen to that. That's my, I mean, you know, this is, this is excessive, right? This isn't even close to normal. It's not close to normal, but if you live a non-normal life, this could be normal for you. I mean, I'm, I, again, comparing it to the average Joe isn't really okay because it's like what level $8 million over a 12 month period. I mean, how often are you in the casino four or five times a year? You lose in two or three you know, a million, a million, two every time you go. Is that crazy? Well, I don't know. It depends. You may, you may suck at poker. You may right. suck at blackjack and you just love playing it. So for you, right. that's, that's, you're cool with playing $50,000 a hand and you lose consistently. I don't know. I mean, again, like where, where was it spent? How was it spent? If it wasn't on sports, I don't think it's our, any of our business, how it was blown. It's their money. Do what they want with it. Are they in trouble? Does, does I make them a mark? Does I make them susceptible to fixing games? I guess there's a question there, but this is done most likely at a legal book or a legal casino here in America. Well, the ones oh. that like to create that boogeyman, like we'll say, look, this guy lost $8 million. You think he'd throw a game for, for $8 right. million? Get off the hook. But that's if you're dealing with, you know, Jimmy and John at the corner, like you're dealing with a casino, like, it's not like okay, fine. You could say the Evander Kane yeah, story. Yeah, but I mean that's who he had to pay. But like you can make a game go a certain way and get the eight million from a book that's going to book the game and be the only number of you know whatever. I mean, there's a way to do it. Don't don't. It's not doesn't have to. But be that's you go to jail for that. How would you know? Get a bad game. Like it's coming, isn't it? That's the that's the the, the I think why they put these stories up because they know what's coming. Like somebody got to know what's coming. You can't pretend like you didn't think about all this when you said, "Oh, let's put books in the stadiums. Oh, let's just make it legal. Let's make it in every state. Let's get the biggest states. Let's make the taxes really little and let everybody do it. Let's make the taxes really big and screw everybody." <laughs> like some at some point they had to say, "Like, well, what about like when we get it real close together and something bad happens?" 
Nobody thought that? Maybe not. I don't know. They thought it. They just ignored it. Right. This story's from last week. Same, same, same line, but different. Somehow, Tom Brady, this is like what happens on cash considerations when Carl used to find a way to get Tom Brady in the rundown. I'm what trying, is this dude. story? Tom Brady cut an anti-gambling video for the PA, for the NFL. <laughs> I haven't like, seen it yet. I haven't either, but it's it was what? reported by Channel 9 in, what? I think, Milwaukee, that Tom Brady has cut an anti-gambling video. Really? Is this the guy the NFL wants to be out there pushing anti-gambling stuff? What are we doing, Tom? <laughs> like, what are we doing, man? Like, he just people, moved here, right? People don't like, him. People don't like him anyway. Brady already doesn't have, like, he already has a bad rap with a lot of people. Now you're going to be out there telling people what to do with their money? Come on, bro. Someone had someone had to tap Tom on the shoulder and say, this ain't for you. Like, don't do this. Like, this is not, this is not a good idea. Like, what's what's the benefit? This is all downside. There's no upside to doing this. The upside is the bag. He got another bag. Maybe he got cash. He's got $350 million sitting there waiting for him from Fox. Had to Fox. give her half. Who half? Giselle. No, he got half of hers. They had a prenup too, but she's worth more than he is. She made. Mm. Man, oh man. I made like 25, 30. Wait, you froze. You're frozen. Look at that face. Snap your finger. Yes, okay, pop back. back. I saw it. I saw it pop. Um, I don't know what he's doing. I have no explanation for this. I haven't seen it yet. I get the it just Tom is odd, period. He when is he talks anymore. He's just it doesn't look right. Nothing's working for me. Now he's gonna tell people what be careful, don't bet <laughs> over your head. Uh, what? you know, what? when you're no. on the premises, players. You to make sure you don't yeah. sign into your book. Like, what is he doing? No idea. It's just not. It's a. It's a bad look for Tom Brady in my mind for him to go to go ahead and, and and do that. All right, U.S. Open starts tomorrow. I found this little fun thing from Daddy Vegas four one one on on Twitter. Look at this. Look at the little graphic here. Hold on. Let me see. Okay, little graphic. This is the movement this week for the PGA lines. What is that? Well, what we've seen. This is all plus. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Scheffler, little money move there. Right. Rom flat. Yeah. McElroy, longer odds. Kepka, longer odds. Right. This is surprising to me. Talking about oh. Cam Smith has gone up longer odds. Yes. Who's winning this thing? Is I it going to no be Scheffler? No. I'm the Maybe. only. The only guy whose number has gone down this week is Scotty Scheffler to win. Everyone else is flat or has gone up. I don't know. Right? Wide open field. Interesting golf course. Interesting golf course. I actually did a little stuff with uh, a guy named Chris Powers from Golf Digest yesterday. He was on with Gabe and Cam and I and just mentioned there's five par threes. There's five yep. par threes, so that's different. Um, Driving accuracy is not that important, but the rough is brutal. The rough is – It should be. It's U.S. Open. I know, but, like, it's that West Coast rough that's like yeah. – It can make it nasty, gnarly, and back east, and it's that thick – Like, we're used to that grass. That that It's almost like fake grass yep. when it's rough Fluffy. out west. Fluffy. Uh-huh. Like, the ball just disappears. disappears. Yep, bye-bye. Yeah. Drop so, down. See you later. Um. I have no idea. 
I try. I was trying to get Dubsy this morning. Dubsy was busy with some other stuff. I was trying to get him to come on and give us some outlook for the golf. Um, I don't know. I know this. You better shop around with the odds because they are all over the place. Books and there are a couple it, yeah. books in town here that will remain nameless right now because we don't have an official sponsor. Right. And we might. We might not. So I don't want to besmirch anybody. Mm-hmm. But they should be effing embarrassed <laughs> by their odds. Okay. Junkyard put out a tweet. I can't believe it. I know what it was because I recognized the font, but I was like, this <laughs> cannot be real. You cannot be on these numbers, on these people, and actually taking bets. You're telling everybody, F you, go somewhere else and bet the, the U.S. Open because we're not giving you a good price on anybody. Shop around. I'm into that. Shop around for sure. Yeah. On that. U.S. Open, Father's Day weekend, Vegas Golden Knights parade on Saturday. What a weekend here in Vegas. It's getting lined up. Can't even believe it. It's going to be unbelievable. Time now for the Omaha Stakes searing hot take of the day, where if you guys buckle up for this. Are you hitting the thing? Of course. Omaha Stakes searing hot take of the day. This is one of those stories when you come across it, you're like, okay, this has got to make the show because the headline is unbelievable. <laughs> Father fakes his own death to teach family a lesson and then shows up at the funeral in a helicopter. New York Times, or sorry, New York Post is reporting this story. That is a real headline that is not fake, that is real. Would you ever fake your own death? Um, no, because I almost died. Two over two right. years ago, so I I cannot um, I cannot ever do that. Yeah. At this point, um, yeah. I mean, for those of you who don't know, I woke up, couldn't talk, was having a stroke, had an operation three hours later, was in the hospital five days by myself. Got to come home, walk out of the hospital. Thank God every day for it. So no, I would not fake it because I lived it. It was a cruel joke, but we I mean, got this that. Is- Brutal. This is that feel this way. And I read it and I was like, man, like that sucks to have to feel that way to fake a funeral and then fly in in a helicopter (laughs) and say, I was kidding. So this is a guy in Belgium. His name is David Barton in Belgium. Barton. His own children did not know about this. His own daughter went to social media and wrote rest in peace, daddy. I will never stop thinking about you. Why is life so unfair? Why you, you're going to be a grandfather and you still have your whole life ahead of you. I love you. We love you. We will never forget you. (laughs) When he was asked about why he decided to fake his own death and to shock the hell out of his family and then show up at the funeral, like weekend at Bernie's rolling out of a helicopter The quote that Barton said was, I never get invited to anything. I felt underappreciated. I wanted to give them a life lesson and show them that you shouldn't wait until someone is dead to meet up with them. (laughs) I mean, like, what are we doing? What the hell? I I mean, this is brutal. Like, this this is is, the way you teach people. Like, he wanted to see who was going to show up. Like, he took notes about who showed up at the funeral. I don't even know where to begin. 
I really don't. Like, listen, my dad used to say this all the time. And then I heard it from Brooklyn Joe when oh. I was working with Brooklyn Joe in the book. Okay. Your funeral, you'll be lucky to have five people come. If you've lived a good life, five people that will come and genuinely care. If you get more than that, you've done something right. Wow. But the average number was five. And my dad used to say all the time, live every day like your funeral is tomorrow. Like be a good person. I mean, because, you know, you want to do the right thing. So if you ain't here, people will come. Like, then, you know, at least pay their respects. So when you do it to your own family, <laughs> like, like you did what? Like, how? what do you do after this? You show up on the helicopter, and like one star Goro said, the helicopter was extra. The helicopter might have been extra, but you come down and say, It's me. And now what? <laughs> let's go to Buffalo Wild Wings and have dinner. <laughs> Hi. Like, let's sit down and talk about it. Like, you said, you're right. You're like, how you sit there and be like, while your kids are like sobbing and the emotional trauma they just went through, thinking they lost their father and their father is back. I mean, to do that to your kids, I could never do that to my daughter. Like, that's what? the thing. Like that, I could do it to my buddies. Like I could do it to my friends as oh. just to, just to like, I don't know, like as a gag needle them, whatever. But like my wife and my daughters, like, I don't know, man, that's, that's a little bit of a moment that you're like, how self-absorbed do you have to be to be like, ah, I'm going to teach you guys a second. I didn't feel appreciated. You guys never are inviting me to anything. He said, so now they are going right. to invite you. So now, right. so now like, they're like, come on, dad. Now we want to hang out with you. You, you almost said the bad word, but like, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. You so like, son of a mother, son of a, a right. mother trucker, you know, you all that did other that things. to like, me. Like what, you know, he came with a camera crew. Like he shot a he shot this, like he set this up to have people's faces. Well, I mean, he's a TikTok guy and he's got all these yeah. followers. He's got 165,000 followers. followers on TikTok. Like he did it for social media, which maybe the worst part of all of it is he did it for the clicks in Belgium. Man. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody, SoCal DJ, he just came in and said there was another article that said his wife and kids were in on it. Who knows what the truth is? I, I hope. Like, I don't know what I hope. I feel better. I, if the, I, I feel better. The wife and kids were in on it. I feel better about it. It makes it more right. disgusting, but I feel better about this. The trauma you put your kids through. If they did know that. Right. If they did know that they were, the dad really wasn't dead, even though they're having a funeral for their father. Like that's, <laughs> that's just, I just okay. don't know where you go from there. You've proven your point. Yep. Now they're never inviting you to anything ever again. You remember that wanted, time, Dad, that you did yeah. that? <laughs> right. You're dead. For, I wanted to give them a life lesson and show them that you shouldn't wait until someone's dead to meet up with them. That's truth. Like that is, I mean, we talked about it yesterday. We talked about, I talked about Stan Saverin in Pittsburgh and he, you know, an icon right. that he was. And you talked about your grandma. Mm. Tell people in your life that you love them when you do. Tell people that you care about them when when yeah. you do. That's why I love taking pictures with people. I love listening to stories and spending time like we did at the BVB Brigade meetup at Thursday and Friday last week. At this, I mean, the, yeah, the show was the show, but it was the show off the show, After, right? That we had a really good time, and I felt like connected with a lot of people, and they connected yeah. with us. Do that while people are alive. But this was a low blow. 
I read the story and I was like, man, at what point did he go? This is what I'm going to do. The helicopter is a little extra, though. I'll, I'll give you that. Wow, That's going, one star's right about It's that. going all over the top. You fly you into the funeral. First video last night from the, yeah. the gold lights from outside Toshiba. It's fun. Plaza. Sure. Oh, fire. Good, good Don't stuff. So, guys, along the Father's Day line, you have the Omaha Steaks Father's Day Grill favorite pack, which is up right now. If you're going to get this for Father's Day, you got to get on it like today, okay, to get this thing delivered on delivered, time. Uh, right, yeah, right, right, right. right. Get it to where you need it to get to by Sunday, you're going to get it on it today. So if you haven't done it, if you thought about doing it, go like, oh, I'm going to do it for my dad. This is great. Today kind of is the day to do it, to go to OmahaSteaks.com in the search bar, BBB. You're going to punch punch that in. It's going to knock off 60% on this awesome dad's favorite grill package. It's four fillets, four chicken breasts, four pork tenderloins, and you've got the seasoning and the desserts and all that, and eight three Omaha Steak Burgers. It's a ton of food for 100 bucks. It's delivered in a reusable, very cool Omaha Steaks uh, cooler that you can keep and use it for Everyone says they use it for boating because it floats. It's styrofoam. Yes. So you can take it out on the water, yes. on the river, on the lake, on the ocean, Weather whatever. Weatherproof. Weatherproof. So you yes. got that for you going for sure. So BVB, OmahaStakes.com, knocks off 60%. Go do it today because you're running out of time for Father's Day, which is on Sunday. Yes. Okay. Buy the meat. Thank you. Didn't get this story yesterday. I want to get to it today yes. before we like go to sports. Yes. Right? For our friends up in Canada who are now all licking their wounds because the Golden Knights have won the cup and it's been 30 years since the Canadians won the cup. Yes. They got football. We are now, most teams have played one game. So we're in a week two of the Canadian Football League. Yes. Did you ever book it? Oh, yeah. How did you go about booking this? I just put it up. It wasn't, there was very minimal action here in Vegas. Even with all the Canadians coming to town, even though how popular Vegas is with Canadians. We didn't even get a request to put it on in the book. Wow. Didn't is it a much. market? Is it, it is it a market that can be exploited? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, the numbers are just literally either copied from somewhere, guessing, making up. You know, you can have an opinion, but it gets banged right back into uh, – place by whatever the market shows if you really are doing your own work and you think a team should be six but the market is seven you put up six you'll get a bet within five minutes of being you know that way so that's the way you have to book it and if you're not booking it right that way you lose the responsibility to do it real quick when you're like hey man i did the work i'm gonna do the numbers and then okay put them up well, I'm not putting up the absolute market numbers. Okay, book it that way. Two weeks in, three weeks in, the results aren't right. It's like, you know what? Let's just keep it close. I don't want to start taking positions because we're losing. Um, yes, it can be it can be exploited. It's like WNBA. I mean, it's a summer sport. There's less people betting. There's less pe- everybody's kind of last night was the close of the day before was the NBA. Told you. NHL. Now it's January. It's January. This is January. Season. This is the first right. month of the sports calendar. We're done with the NBA. We're done with the NHL. And now we're into the summer. Does the scoring in the CFL affect? Does it make the numbers yes. different? Yes. There's like three, three downs instead of four. 
Right. You can return a punt or a kickoff out of the end zone and get a rouge. That's one point. So you can get a point. Um, it's way different. It's this, there's this, yes, it affects it. Morenci talks about it every night when they play games. He talks about it every night. We, we, he has a good opinion. Uh-huh. Uh, our friends Carmine and Big Rob, Rob Brady. They all live there. They're all living in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Although they're all, yeah, no, that's yeah. what I mean. And there's way more market for it up there. McGinnis right. does a show about it. Yeah. Um, we got people to, you know, would concentrate on it, but it's, it's not even nickel and dime stuff here. Limits is probably like 300 a bet wow. in a lot of places. 300, 500, you know, 300 on totals, nickel or dime on sides. Take a few bets, watch the game a little bit, check the score, grade it. What done. day do they play the games? Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So there's like a Thursday night game or two. Okay. Because CBS Sports has the rights to it now. And they they're, put, that this, they're all this can only help. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. It can only help. I mean, there's big cities that have teams. Toronto has a team. Montreal has a team. Edmonton has a team. Calgary has a team. Then there's Hamilton, Saskatchewan. Why is it called the Grey Cup? That's the that's the trophy. It's I mean, they liked cups back there, back then. <laughs> Stanley Cup, Bright Cup, a lot of cups up north. Okay. So, like, yeah. What's the Grey? I was always confused by that. Like, why do they play for the Grey Cup? Because they have a 20-yard yeah. end zone. That's, yeah. a big, that's a big difference. Big end zone. And they can't they go for a three-point play as well? On a conversion? Did they change the rule? I don't know. I thought it was just a one or two. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong with that. But I just yeah, I, I always know I always I know that the, the, the scores, the final scores are like 1912 a lot of times. Like it's weird. Like we don't have three, six, seven, fourteen in in, in ten, fourteen in traditional. Oh, NFL. yeah, 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 yeah. It's all no. at the window. Like there's no key numbers in the CFL no, the no, same no, way. No, 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 no. No. Yeah. No. Which makes it more difficult. <laughs> that makes it more from a betting perspective, it makes it more difficult. Of course. So yeah. I've looked. I mean, I've been looking into it the last couple of nights. I've been you kind do of anything to, to to bet less baseball. You will look at anything right now. I'm, I'm I bet the college world series. I bet the, bet the there's, a, there's two series. college world series bets on better to book it today for that That's exact fantastic. reason. I will try. I will try as much as I can to avoid betting every day with baseball because Incredible. it is an app having to bet it every day. Pot shutting baseball. I don't mind it. Pitcher hot lineup. Good trend. Like, right. I don't mind that. It's the everyday grind of baseball that literally makes me feel like I'm just grinding my body and brain down to a nub. Like, it's just. I really wish the A's experiment would have gone better. I think you'd have <laughs> felt better about it. But this Maybe. last seven days has left you very bitter. That bad taste in your mouth. You're yes. angry. Like, it's, it's, it's not good. So, it's yes. It's not good. And I'll go back to betting baseball. I mean, going to be brutal. My team you. stinks. So, there's nothing to watch. So I'm I'm not going to be watching right here for the wild card, by the way. But the wild card, this is why I don't like baseball right now, because like the Mets stink and they're right there for the wild card. The Red Sox stink and they're right there for the wild card. It's like keeping everybody around for, you know, okay, maybe somebody makes a heat or a Panthers type run. And then we're like, oh my gosh, they go from the wild card, barely getting in to playing in the world series. But then the same thing's going to happen. They go up against a real team and they get smoked. Like, did anybody enjoy the five game series that we saw this year? <laughs> like, it wasn't really a good thing that the Panthers and the Heat got to the Cup Finals in the NBA Finals. Series were walks. <laughs> Vegas yeah, won. Vegas won better. all three games, by the way, by more than three goals every game. 
Would you bet them. table? Would you bet table tennis if uh, if we had it here? I bet tennis before I bet table tennis. Okay. I bet tennis. Like I, I, I'm not. People like want lines on pickleball now. Like this is the new like people like put up a pickleball line. I took a call yesterday from a guy who's uh, who's down south. Yeah. Who said, "How do you explain that I lost thirty dimes on table tennis?" How I do you said, ex- to whom? He, who who he, he asked me. Who are we explaining this to? His boss. <laughs> I said, "You lost what?" He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "We did the grading yesterday. We lost thirty dimes on table tennis." I said, "You better find out where that's coming from. That's not Jeez, good. Not good." Yeah. Sports great. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it. We will be back tomorrow, same place, same time for you guys live on YouTube and Twitter. Do not move. Time for bonus time. Bonus time for BVB. One quick story for this Arizona with their second biggest handle of all time. Right. In the month, in the month of March. How about that? March I bring this is up. Booming. I bring this up because March is March madness. Where is the final four this year? Arizona, Arizona. It's in Phoenix. Did I didn't see the stories. I don't think the Super Bowl was that big of a bounce for, for Arizona. Was it? It wasn't right. LA, not legal. Arizona was legal. We were all thinking the first time ever a legal state's going to host a Super Bowl. And besides the fact that like Fando had their monster set and DraftKings had their monster set, like we really didn't see, I don't know. I, I didn't feel like there was this massive gambling push. Nope. Gronk did that stupid kick thing. So yes. he, had, he had him on the side of a building for six months. Which ultimately probably... Uh... Resulted in some other moves after that for some happening, other people. Happening that, yeah, yeah. The, the end result, that. the net result was not not good for Fanduel at, no. at, at the end of the day. I don't think so. With the whole thing, I, I just I wonder, like, do you? I mean, we, I don't know. I I can't wait to see it here. I, I I don't know what to expect of the of the Super Bowl here, but I wonder if it's going to be a bigger betting thing in Arizona than the Super Bowl was. Having the final four there. It's two games, three games. It's not a big deal. You don't think so? No. I don't know. I mean, they Especially love college. If it's not the right teams. It's not college it's, hoops it's, loves. They love college hoops down there. Nah, it's not that. It's just, it's the exhaustion of the first two weeks that lessens that. Okay. You know, people are just like, eh, or they're, 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 doing stuff with futures. Like, you know, they have UConn futures and they're just betting it small. Right stuff. It's not, it's not the near uh, engagement level of Super Bowl. I don't know what Super Bowl is going to do here. That's an interesting question because um, a common thread when people come here from other places is that we don't even have the menus that they have there. So I don't know if it's going to be a big bump here either. People are going to be, you know, what's going to we're going to hear a lot of whining when they have the Super Bowl here. Fair. And be like, what are these things? What is the prop apps yeah. like this for? Where's the prop market? Yeah. yeah. Like, I got to wait. I got to what? Do I you think DraftKings to- is live by the time we have? No. Because no? no FanDuel's got the Boyd angle, which, by the way, that book is not bad. I was much when we walked by that book for FanDuel for Boyd. I was actually somewhat impressed. Oh, with the branding, with the size, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't been in there before. That was like, you like showed me like a secret spot in Vegas I had never seen before. That was crazy. That that food court was wild. I was like, where the hell did this come from? Like I'd never, and then there was the book. And I was like, oh, like 
anytime there's a Dunkin' Donuts in a food court, I got to know where it is because at a certain point in time, I might be just craving some stuff. Need to go get my dunk, go get my Dunkins. The boys in the chat just came in and asked if you would be interested in betting on power slap instead of baseball. Man, now you're testing me. <laughs> no, no, I'd bet baseball. Do it right? I'd bet baseball. Yeah, I'm yeah. not betting that. Okay. I'm not All interested. Right. I'm not going down that road, but I am looking at like, you know, betting you know, contender series type stuff. I'm really like Dana White's contender series stuff. will come right. back up again. Think about right. those, those types of fights. And then by the way, have you ever watched the ultimate fighter? That show one time, a long time ago. Okay. I, I used to watch it. I used to love it. I mean, yeah. Stefan Bonner was, yeah. you know, that was the first season and everything else. So I, I used to, I, I, I'm, I watched, I'm watching it this season. Ago, bro. Yeah. You know, that was a long time ago. Yeah. But I used to watch it periodically because I, I, and Spike when it was, when Spike TV exists and whatnot, I always liked it. I like right. those types of storytelling because you get to know the, the fighters and their background and whatnot. Watching this one between Michael Chandler and Conor McGregor, it's an absolute mess. It's like, I can't, like, it, they don't Not know a what good to watch. It's, they don't know what to do with it. Like, they, they don't know yeah. how to, like, they, there's so much going on because Connor is such a crazy personality and Michael right. Chandler is such the antithesis of Connor. Like, how much to show the coaches? You don't see a lot of training these days. Like, I don't know. I just, I hadn't watched it in a long time. And I've been, I watched season episode three last night and I watched it and I was like, man, this is just a mess. Like, what is going mm-hmm. on with this season? Like, it's, I don't know, maybe because it's, it, I had watched it in a long time, but like, it's so, they rush through it so much. Right. And it's really only about the fights now. Like, I actually don't really care about the fights. The fights are kind of, I mean, there's, it's, it's a two round fight. There's no crowd. It's really kind of tough to watch. There's no commentary. There's no one mm-hmm. explaining stuff. It's just the fight. And so that makes it kind of a boring watch in my mind. But anyways, right. um, time for better to book it. Only three bets going today. First bet for the U.S. Open, though. So a lot of people like Cam Smith to win this thing. I am going to pull it back a little bit. This is a reminder, if you do like this bet, your dead heat rule sports books, you need to make sure you are not betting this at a dead heat rule sports book. Chances are you'll get a better price on Cam Smith than what I paid. Right. But you got to be very careful. Because otherwise, you're just to briefly explain to you guys if you even partake in this, the dead heat rule is if you finish in a tie, they will cut your bet amount by the number of guys you tie with. So if you can lose money for 10th with your plus 235 odds become plus 1.15 or whatever. Like, and then they come, they can become minus 150. They can just, they can take money that you can lose money on the bet. Not a good rule. It's horrific. It's the. It's, yeah. I think it's the worst thing in sports betting. Personally, it's bad. It's yes. absolutely one of the more. It allows the books to change the payout, and it's not what you pay. So books yes. here primarily don't do that, but there are some that do here in Vegas. But most of yes. them do not. Yes. I know that BetMGM does not. So FYI, BetMGM does not do this. So I often say, bet if you're not in a Vegas type state, bet at BetMGM. It's legalized because they do not do this. I think Cam Smith got a chance chance to win this thing. He's 30 to one to win the thing. I think he's got a chance to win this thing. All right. I'll book it. Top 10 you'll book? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I feel like you should be getting more money. So plus 235 doesn't seem Too like short? it's high enough. Yeah, it's a little short. So yeah, hmm. I'll book it. 
And I don't know. I mean, you I don't like it because I'm not getting it. So, so if it was plus 400, you'd bet it. I would be more interested. Yes. Interesting. I would be more interested. Yes. Interesting. Dead heat rule. Maybe you can go find this. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So I'm taking two flyers in the college world series. Oh boy. Here we okay. go. Did you consult with Tyler about this? Well, he, I am trailing him on one of the two bets. Okay, good. All right. Because he has Tennessee to win it all. Okay. There's eight teams in Omaha. Okay. They start play on Saturday. Yeah. Double elimination. Yeah. Wake Forest is number one. Wake Forest has been the best team in the country for about a, uh, about a month and a half. Okay. They have a ridiculous run differential. They have a team ERA of 2.22. Wake is really good. Full season of college baseball. Their team ERA is 2.22. Okay, Wake is very, very good. Wake is That's dangerous. Pitching staff. Stanford's good. Stanford beat tennis, beat Texas to get in. That side right. of the bracket is Wake Forest, Stanford, Tennessee, LSU. Tough. Okay. Yeah. Not to, not debating it. Tough to get out of this get out of this out of the bracket to make right. it to the finals. But you can lose a game and you can still get to the College World Series championship series, best of three at the end, based upon what plays out. Okay. Other side is Florida. I forget who Florida's playing. And it's Oral Roberts. And I forget who Oral Roberts is playing, but there's the other other two teams. I'm going to take Tennessee and LSU. They play each other in the first game. Oh, so you're getting somebody to advance. Get someone to advance. And I think they can beat Wake Forest. And they can get themselves to the College World Series championship game. And then I can bet and I can bet off of this. I can I can go ahead and bet the other side. If they get to, all I need them to do is to get to the championship game, and then we can bet the other side. So I'm fading Wake because that's the odds. LSU's favorite. minus two fifteen against Tennessee. Yep, but Tennessee has law has beaten LSU this year. Okay, one and two, their record. Which sport? But but they play but they play each other. Right. Ten TCU to one. TCU is the other team. Thank and you. Virginia is the other team. Thank you. Which does not match. There we go. Appreciate that. Yeah. So and they're on the other side of the bracket. Ten to one Tennessee. How do you feel about taking 10 to, because remember you can lose to LSU and still make it. You got to go through the loser's bracket, but you can still get there. Uh, let me see here. I mean, it's not a bad bet, but let's see. 10 to one. That's a good number. I ain't no more 10 to ones. Um, I mean, just because you got a long way to go, you got to win what <laughs> five games. I think I'll yeah. say book it, but it doesn't mean it's not going to win. Right. I just need, and then the other one is LSU at plus 435. These are the, this is the second choice. Mm-hmm. But Wake is a big favorite. Wake is a monster favorite. Yep. Um, and LSU's on the same side as Wake or opposite yep. side? Same side. Mm-hmm. I have well, the books too. Just the bracket that the bracket that I'm betting is much more difficult. It's a fade on Wake than it is. Right. I think Wake beats Stanford, and the winner of LSU Tennessee advances. And if you're on Wake, they beat Wake. That's huge. Wake gets sent to the losers bracket. You know, they have the, the loser of the two teams play. That team's eliminated. That team needs to beat Wake Forest to go take on the other team to win the bracket. But it could be Tennessee LSU again. I could have both teams playing for the chance to get to the get to the championship game. The chat has gone crazy saying they like oral. <laughs> Thank you. It's we're off of sports grid, so you're not, you you can say that now. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't like oral? 
What's you wrong with you people? Yes. You can go ahead and, right. and, and, and take you children. Go ahead, Andy. Oh, boy. You can have fun with, with, with that. But yes, yes, Oral is Oral is alive. Yeah, Oral is alive. <laughs> yeah, we like Oral. We like Oral. Yes, yeah. Still the best shirt you'll see in Omaha is I Heart BJ's. I still the best. BJ's. Still the best shirt in Omaha. Put that together with <laughs> something about the Oral. oral. Yeah, there you go. Put a BVB logo on it and sell the damn thing. Maybe we could do that. Put that shit on a T-shirt. <laughs> Omaha people will buy it. Where Oral Roberts is? Oral Roberts is in, is in Oklahoma, Arkansas, Texas, isn't it? No. Oral Roberts is not in Texas. No, it's not. Hold on, I think it's in Arkansas. Uh, Chat. Tulsa, Beep Oklahoma. your all to it. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. Told you. Yeah. Oklahoma. I thought it was Oklahoma City, but it's Tulsa. All right. Yeah, because Tulsa and Oral Roberts are, are rivals. That's right. Right. They play the same. They will play in the, in the... Tulsa doesn't like Oral. No. Horizon League, right? I have no idea. I have to look it up. I think that... No, it's not Horizon. What, what, what conference do they play in? Shucks. I'm, I'm forgetting that. I don't know. I can't <laughs> Whatever. I'll look it up. I'll figure it out later. Favorite thing about today is what? One, we got the Stanley Cup. That's number one. That's the, yeah. the celebration, the talk, all these things. Um, you know, by the end, the kids were like, Daddy, stop saying it. Like, uh, enough. Like, it's not that big a deal. I'm like, you guys it is don't a understand big of a deal. It's huge. How big of a deal it is. It's a big deal. Okay. The monster deal. Um, yes, it is the Horizon League, by the way. Okay, good. Number two is it's the end, official end of the team sports in the book. 73 okay. days to college football. 73, 73 days. Football. days. It's a hard 75 to college football. Then, how about that? All right. We'll do that. That's good. We'll, we'll, that's a good That's a good thing. We'll kind of correlate that. But yeah, 73 days till college football. And then NFL is a week later, I believe. 90. Now it's 12 days later. Okay. So 73. It's 73 days in, in like 90 or something like that. Okay. So say it's 90 days till NFL. Whatever it is. Long fucking time. So, it's a long time. <laughs> we'll still be here most days doing it. If we don't do it on here, we'll do the Twitter spaces. Again, we're yeah. going to experiment with that, like maybe when you're back east or something like that. Yeah, I, I'm back east. Just so I'm back east the 27th to the, to the 5th, just FYI, guys. And there's a there's a, a Phoenix trip being planned in this house. Oh, good. Um, Go see my mom and... Nice. Doug apparently and his kids are coming down. Very cool. Gonna, once we nail this down today, I was going to even float it out. You know, if you and Maddie wanted to come down and see all this chaos for a day or two, you Ooh, should because okay. it might be fun. Um, but it's the end of the team sports other than baseball, which means it's time to start planning a trip to Vegas to sign up for the football contest and Brigade Proxy Service be your proxy. So we'll mention it again tomorrow. We're going to mention it every day. If you guys yeah, yeah. are sick of it, I apologize. But I'm going to talk about it every single day because I want to bring people here. One, get to meet them. Two, get them to get in these contests because the contests are fun. And if you really get hot and do good, you could change your life. So, And you could be here on the show. Thing. Yeah, and you could be on the show, all these other things. But the bread men are watching the show today. It's Wednesday. Nice. Hi, guys. Nannies, so they're all off. And they're watching it. They're getting together. I think it's going to be four or five guys, and they're going to come out and do an entry. You don't have oh. to do that, but they're going to come out. It's $1,000 an entry either into the Westgate 
or the circuit contest. They have a survivor contest, means pick one winner, no spread every week. Can't use them twice. Run it's the most the fun you'll have. Of, uh, if you've never done it, it's the most fun yes. of any football season. Yes. I mean, whether it be Survivor or Circa Million or the Westgate Super Contest, it's the most fun you will have. You're right. The conversations every week about what games to select is the best part about the, the whole entire thing. You connect with whomever you do it with. And in a way that's like just playing a sport again, yep. it's, it's, you're a team. It's, that, it's a, you create a little bond. You have these conversations, you give each other shit. Yep. You give each other pats on the back. It's fun. And it's the official time. I want to tell people to get here before September 1st and figure out a way to make that worth their while. Cause if we can get more signups before September 1st, cause that last week is going to be crazy. I don't recommend coming that last week. Ideally, before September first, come to Vegas. I'm, yeah, best time to come is today. July. To be honest with you, I mean, it's because it's, it's. I know it's hot here, but it's the most you can have the least stress in signing up and getting things done. And the, July. Room, the room rates aren't crazy in July, even in mid-August. But I mean, there's a couple other things in mid-August that you know they're doing the weekend here. You can meet a lot of people. Yep. So, like those deals are set up with them and. Actually, Jay just texted me just now while we're talking. Jay so, Cornegay? Yeah. Oh, nice. So, Good. Going to talk to him. Good. Um, but it's the official time to start making your plans. And I, I mean, I, I told somebody today, listen, fly in in the morning, land, we'll take you to the casino, sign you up, we'll eat lunch, and you'll be on a flight home the same day. Just bring the cash and sign up. It's literally that easy. And mm-hmm. then- you know, we'll have a procedure to get the picks. The lines come out yep. Wednesday, Thursday. We'll get the picks ideally by Friday night. It comes early fast. Saturday though. morning. I mean, really. Boom, this you're is, in. Yeah. That's it. It's it's July. It's it's June 14th. July is tomorrow, basically. And then the whole month of July, just as we all know, just flies. And then it's August and it's football season. And it's yeah. going to be just a lot of chaos. So I recommend coming in July just because you get away from the, the nonsense and the chaos. Yes. And it's, yes, it's, it's stupid hot. But if you're going to do what Dave's talking about, July is a perfect time to do it, especially because midweek flights, the cost of a midweek flight to July isn't bad at all. I mean, you can no. fly in 300 bucks in out and you're good. So like you can get that taken care of. And if you have a team, you all split it for one of you guys to come out. So right. the flight's not going to kill you. And right. it's, you know, come out here, you get the team proxy service, lunch with us, lunch on us in and out. You're back home, yeah. wherever you're going, especially you West coast people. If you're coming from Phoenix or California or Washington state or whatnot, it's nothing. It's a 45 minute flight. It's not bad at all. It's up and down and you're good. So yeah. um, my favorite thing about today is that I, I've taken today, I, I've kind of taken a betting holiday just to kind of sit back after what just happened, because I'm not going to replicate maybe ever again, the NBA in the NHL season. I just concluded <laughs> was up 30 units combined NBA and NHL. I've never, I've never done that before. I've never been up 30 units before on two sports. So it was really fun. I, I just, I told the juice audience today, I'm like, look at, I'm just going to bet a couple of the futures and I'm just going to relax tonight. I'm not going to watch anything really. I'm not going to have any bets going today. I just want to take a watch pirates cubs. I watch anything today. I, I've really, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to relax and take, take some time to kind of gear up here and get ready for what will be. And I got to reassess. I got to be honest. I got to sit back. I'm, I'm underwater in baseball mm-hmm. and that's going to be the vast majority of things I'm going to have to bet. And I got to try to find different angles and ideas and plays and thoughts. And um, it's always harder at the beginning. No, I mean, I, 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 I think it's, 
The way beginning of the it, year is actually easier because it, it, you can see it a little easier. Middle of the year right now, we've played, we're at the quarter pole. Now we're seeing trends and then you bet against the trend or in with the trend and it blows up in your face. A is primarily the example we're talking about. And we're not even, we're at the one third pole for baseball. So there's yeah. a lot of time left now. We'll see it. It'll, 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 it'll clear up. And then we're going to start talking about season wins and we're going to start talking about all that stuff and breaking down. Oh, that's, I can't wait. That, that, that's, I mean, the I mean, Cubs and the Pirates good. today, kids making his major league debut, Osvaldo Beto, four left-hander for the Pirates. Okay. He's making his major league debut and Drew Smiley's making his pitch against the Pirates. Um, both lefties under, they just, you need a play. There's a, there's your play under. <laughs> I don't want to play, but you we gave the they gave the brigade a play. That's good. Five o'clock Pacific time, eight o'clock Eastern time. Start Pirates at the Cubs, thirty four and thirty one. Pirates on June fourteenth. It's not bad. First place, three games over five hundred. It's not bad. Talking about the Buckos all summer long, baby. It's not bad. Um, all summer long. They're gonna hang. They're gonna hang. Maybe. They're gonna be right there. God forbid this team makes the playoffs. It's gonna be a, become a pirate show. You talk about the Patriots all the time, and it's all be great. Let's go. It's going to be out of control. It'll be fun the there. I mean, playoff. they're over 500 on the road. They're over 500 at home. The problem is they have a negative six run differential. The run differential thing could be a problem. <laughs> they're underwater. They're all the entire division minus six, minus 25, minus 32, minus five, and minus 13. <laughs> it's not normal. Central sucks. It's, it's so not, bad. It's not normal. It's so bad. It's, it's not normal. Nothing, nothing about what's going on there is making any sense whatsoever. By comparison, the National League West is plus 29, plus 66, plus 27, plus 22, and negative 67. And negative Four of the five. The Rockies? Yep. Yeah. Rockies on the road are a fade now. They're, 30, they're 13 and 21. On the road. Mm-hmm. That's the worst. Nope. Oakland 10 and 26. KC 9 and 24. By the way, the Royals officially have the worst record in baseball today. Sorry, JC from KC. I tried <laughs> to slide through the end of the show without bringing it back up. But yes, fade the Royals. Oh, I have right been. Now. Oh, yeah, I have been. The Reds have been pretty yeah. good a couple days in a row. Um, the Royals will be the new A's, but, but just I'm not going to do any blind experiments. Royals but, um, will be the new A's, but they will be my new fade on the on on the show. Will be okay. The we're Royals. Not, we we're not doing an official nope. experiment, and I'm not doing it. I'm not doing this blind thing anymore. That was fun for a month. It got me through the end of hockey and whatnot. But you know, got my teeth kicked down my throat, so I'm good. <laughs> Don't want to do that anymore. The interleague stuff is hard, man. When they cross over. It's very hard. It's first time meetings, very right. hard. Pirates Cubs first time meeting all season. It's June 14th. It's the only second time they played all season. And the interleague stuff. Three games on the road or at home against a team you've never seen. Probably a good day to just bet something else. Man, how about this? The my so I have a Marlins over 76 and a half wins. Mm-hmm. They have 37 wins right now. Uh-huh. There's six games over 500 with a negative 33 run differential. Yeah, that's the team that leads baseball in most one run games, right? Most Correct. One run wins. 17 of them, I believe. So they keep going their way. So that there might be a, a uh, yeah, reversal right. of that. That might not be good for you in the second half of the year. I don't yeah. know though, because if Alcantara figures it out, <laughs> I mean they're 21 and 13 at home. They're one of the best home records in the National League. Right. So actually, they've got the. Second best 
home record. Home record. Only 19 and 11 Philadelphia is better. Wow. 21 and 13 Miami. Whew. That's okay. odd for that, for that ballpark too, because no one goes to that ballpark. So, right. That's interesting. That they, Another playing... team that got a team, a city that got a team that baseball is they... eh. in that market. So, <laughs> Brigade, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. We will be back coming up tomorrow for a Thursday, same place-ish time for the Bostonian versus the book.